episode 186 of the Current Gen Podcast. I'm here, I'm Tim, with Kyle, Jeff, and Derek. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello. Oh, yes, that's, that was very formal. Uh, what's not very formal is the shirtless blanket, but we're used to it by now. We actually have come to love it. And by the way, if any of you have a problem with it, like, I'm sorry. Please, really by all sorry. means, it's pretty, it's pretty let good. us know. No, don't. I don't. I don't want to read this comment. So you can just internalize that and just move yeah. on. Yeah, just move on from it. You're gonna be fine. Uh, I've got a couple new games to talk about this week. Also, games that we got early access to last week. Maybe some updated thoughts on now because I know a lot more has been played. Um, some uh, a pretty major update for Cyberpunk in as it's preparing for their DLC next week. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on that. And then anything else that we're playing before we dive into uh, some xbox leaks there was some leakage happening uh, over in mm. someone someone called it i, th- I think it was his ign i don't want to give the right person credit but it was really funny they called it the because uh, it was the ftc right that, that these documents yeah. came out from yep so they called it this the ftc showcase i was like that's pretty funny like <laughs> that's, that's good <laughs> like, i guess the best showcase we've had this year i was like all right that was pretty good <laughs> yeah yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I give right, that a so, 7 out of 10. How do you feel about that, IGN? Ooh, there you go. IGN. Ooh, ouch. IGN. Too much water. Can't hear it. Can't hear it through <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the major new game out this week that I want to make sure we touch base on is Payday 3, which it's one of those games that uh, should just be a real fun chat about how fun it is and how it's doing everything you want it to do because it's the, a great follow-up to one of the more popular co-op uh, shooters and heist. I games think you should ever. simplify what you're saying. It should be playable. It should be. It should be playable. <laughs> now, Kyle, you were able to play a little bit of Payday Three before things just kind of hit the fan, right? Yeah, yeah, and and after things have gotten better since. But gotten oh, better. good. Okay, that's good. That's Two good. days though of yeah. of it, For of a it long being week, unplayable. Like... Yeah, yeah. So it's. That's bad. You know? There's still some <laughs> yeah. scattered people that are like having problems too. Like it's not. I mean, all I, wa- I watch yet, uh, Ice T like sitting because uh, everyone was I, that that meme started going around where he was like mad while waiting in a queue uh, <laughs> to play Payday Three. He's like, I just want to play this game, you know. And he's just like looping and he's just talking to people in chat. He's like, this is ridiculous. And something similar happened with Snoop Dogg too. Yeah. Like, that was, I forget which game. I don't remember it was. what game that was. Either. Yeah, so yeah, it might have been Diablo Four. I don't remember. Uh, no. Dude, they, I, yeah, these these old school rappers like the game. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like, and it, it's just like, dude, you have like millions of people watching your stream or whatever. I don't know how many people watch, was watching that stream, but it's just like that's just more publicity of how broken your stuff is. Like, and uh, uh, the the dev was doing a really poor job of writing updates, and they're like, we understand that there's a problem, and you know, we're sorry. And uh, Diablo, you know, in an hour you were able to get in. You know, it just things were rocky, you know, here and there, and like that's kind of what I'm used to. Something yeah, being yeah. completely unplayable for two days is something I've rarely experienced in in, in video games. Yeah, that's you know, crazy. like it, it, that's insane to me. Um, so I don't know. Like, was it just server issues? What was it the, had yeah, to have issues. been. That's the only thing I can say. It's the only thing I could think because there was working fine during like the early access time. I think once those yeah. Game Pass users came on and just everybody else who was playing, I think it just. They just slammed it. Oh, and the CEO like weeks ago said we will not have server issues. Like he just, yeah, it's not going to happen. It's impossible. And like, did do that easy meme right there. Yeah, why would you say that though? Why would you say that? You know, like it's just uh, unless you knew that you bought ten times the amount of servers that anybody has ever bought in the history of games. You know, like I don't know why you would like say such an absolute like that. So it's it's a mess. And like if you're if you're trying to buy it 
like get on game pass like don't support this crap man and this is coming from yeah. somebody who's going to say a lot of positive things after we ramp down from from this negative stuff but like uh, you know, like, just don't let let them figure it all out. You know, just because it's the first good day, it doesn't mean it's going to be the, the you know, it's all good sailing from here. You know, like, who right, knows right. what could what could happen as more people try and get on. And like, maybe it's only working because so many people got frustrated and uninstalled it and stopped playing it, too. So it's like, who knows if the fix I haven't the, seen the anything traffic as a, maybe cleared down a little bit. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on Twitter. And this could have changed since I looked last uh, of them saying that they fixed anything. So, mm. you know, I don't I don't remember seeing an update or anything like that. I from saw their, nothing official other than, hey, we're having problems when we're working on them. And then all clears after that, like they never say, here's what the issue was. Yeah. I wonder how many people installed this on Game Pass and have uninstalled it and will never play it again. You know what I mean? Good. Don't this play it. I'm trying, I'm trying to play it, guys. And I don't need y'all <laughs> yeah. clogging up the servers. Good. And it's and I'm always trying to online. Get, I'm so trying to get my payday experience, You can't experience just play it too, with just like... your friends. You know, you can't just play it solo. Like, you have to do a, you have to do a matchmaking check or whatever, even if you're loading into your own server or whatever, or your own game. And, like, it, it's just insane to me. You know, like... Yeah. Uh, that it's being said, it's a little prohibitive for a game that should just be pick up and play. Yeah, especially because the last game didn't do that. Like you could just yeah. jump on, like with, with your just your buddy, not ever have to do that. Like you know, check on on the right. servers or trying to bring anybody in, or you could just play on your by yourself with AI. Yeah, which like when you play by yourself, of... it's still AI, but you still yeah. have to go but, but through what, the matchmaking. What's the point of like the matchmaking setting to invite only if you're just going to go through the same process as people that are public? You know. Yeah. Like, what's the point of having that setting at all if we all have to go through the same checkpoint? Yeah, yeah. So dumb. Well, let's talk about the game itself, Kyle. Yeah. You were able to play a couple days ago, and then again, it sounds like today, maybe? You yeah, I got about some? eight good playable hours on there, even though my PlayStation says I played about, like, uh, 12 or whatever. So, like, four of those were just me, like, screaming, like, ah! you know? <laughs> so, but eight of them are good playable hours. Uh -huh. um, okay, and okay. I, I, I'm really enjoying the game. I'm eight or nine heists in, you know? Every single heist is completely different than the last um you know you're, you're doing maybe similar things you know but like the way that it's laid out the setting uh your objectives and everything like that they're all pretty different um it's super cool i you know it, it's everything about you know that was in payday 2 even the graphics because graphics aren't great in this game uh i just kind of brought over and a little bit of polish on it you know so everything feels a little more streamlined um, there's a little more classes and stuff like that uh, with more perks and skills and stuff. So you can really lean into certain, um, you know, play styles and everything. And it's not just about going down one skill tree. It's about, you know, kind of picking and cherry picking from a lot of different ones. Um, and it's it's just it's got a lot of freedom in that regard. Um, and I don't know, the gameplay is really good still. You know, it's all about co-op. It's all about screaming at your partners. It's all about, yeah, you know, yeah. trying to get things together. Jeff, you were on for at least a heist. We got on for one. Yeah, it, granted, that was launch night. So that was our bad for, I guess, expecting it to work functionally yeah. on some level. But we were lucky enough to at least get in one heist, which was yep. like the very first one. And we were just going to farm that one because you guys were level 14. And I was obviously zero or whatever, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just chaos. Just like, Shit, where's the van? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's where's the van? Yeah, yeah, a lot of that, you know. Uh, get those civilians, get them down. No, get them all the way down. Zip tie them, you know. Like, oh, I actually grabbed them. Oh, no, I gotta let them go. There's just there's just a lot of screaming. Or, oh man, yeah. here comes the helicopter, it's dropping our thermite, you know. Like, go pick yeah. it up, you know. And it's, I just love it because it's such a communicative game. It's not a game where you're just kind of sitting back and Hey, how's your day going, Jeff? Oh, what yeah. are you doing? No, like yeah. you're playing this video game. Like it is an all hands on deck type of experience. And uh, I really like that about this game. 
I, I wish you and I got to play a little more, Jeff, because uh, there's just there's a lot more to experience than just like bank heisting. Like the second level is you taking on one of those like uh, like money trucks or whatever. Oh, um, you know, and like you have to like hack it and like, like drive heat. it. But exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're hacking it. You're driving it up on like an incline, you know, so you can get underneath it and dr drill underneath it to steal what's inside of it and stuff like that. It's just really involved. That's cool. And, and you have to stay with it while it's driving and like there's SWAT teams and everything coming after you. And it's just oh like gosh. so that's more of a killy focus mission. Yeah, you're yeah. still doing these cool objectives, but you're not doing anything like breaking into a bank or anything. Yeah. Having there's a scope it out and stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And every episode, every episode, every heist begins with like a scope out mode. So you're kind of like trying to figure out, hey, how are we going to go about this? And there's two ways to go about. Well, there's multiple ways to go about any heist, but there's two phases. There's all stealth or crap we got caught we have to do plan b yeah uh, that's what happened the game, with the heist the game objective like, shifts you know like once yeah. you, with whatever happens yeah so, like i think um, i think our buddy uh who we were playing with got spotted he was doing the scoping out and uh we were so he was in the bowels of the him. bank you know doing yeah. all the metal gear solid right. stuff and jeff yeah, and i yeah. were out in the Grabbing lobby like hey cards. so what's going on you know like, yeah just we were just like cool. up on the roof we went around the backside to find our exit and stuff and he was just showing me around the building because he'd done the the highest several times and yeah. then we see all these red exclamation <laughs> pop up yeah. and, like, and, and, and just ready going shit yeah it's like, all right he got caught yeah. uh, so then you then you just put on your mask and you go guns blazing you know and you can trade hostages to get more time during negotiation phases you know uh during phases but between uh the waves of cops coming at you you can exchange hostages for resources and stuff like that so it's just just a lot of new stuff in the game but it's just at the end of the day it's more payday and that's what i wanted and what yeah. when it's working it's awesome and people are sweaty with this game. I got so many, like, learn how to play asshole messages, like, on PSN. You know, when they screwed up, like, the mission, you know? So it's like, they screwed up, they got mad, they projected at me, you know? I, I got three of those yeah. today, this afternoon alone. I'm just like, people really take this game seriously, you know? I just so bring your friends, because people are mean. Recently, actually, my kids said it, and I was like, what? Yeah, but it's, it's basically a try hard, right? That's the idea, is that you're like... yeah. It's not not like the tryhard takes we talk about, but someone who was almost ruining the fun because they're way too into it and too they're, serious. Yeah, they're taking the game way too seriously. And, yeah. and it takes the fun out for everybody. It's it's like right. playing backyard football with a guy who played in college for like one year in a yeah. Division Two, and he good, thinks that's a good example. It's yeah. that kind of, actually he's the, like super. It's funny into you it. mentioned Division Two. That was the only time I've gotten somebody mad at me when I was in a co-op experience was because uh, I lost connection or because it was still Division Two. It was like around oh, launch Division time. Two. It was. <laughs> Yeah. It was it, there were problems and I got kicked and uh, and the guy like followed me and then like because uh, it's on Xbox. I think it was on Xbox. So like you can follow each other for whatever reason. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why they do that. Just friend and that's it. Uh, anyway, uh, he messaged me like uh, you should probably let somebody know if you're going to drop or whatever. And, like it was my call. And I just like blocked him. I, was like, yeah, I don't know yeah. you. <laughs> we were doing each other favors, man. I don't know you. <laughs> Um, it's a it's a fun game though, and every single time you replay a heist, like things are remixed. So like maybe that room that you're familiar with is like somewhere else in the building. Maybe maybe it's just things are just kind of changed around to kind of keep you on your toes. So just it, it's a game that just breathes a lot of replayability, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. I was very frustrated for two days. Don't get me wrong. Uh, again, I would not support this game for another week or two. You know, if people are planning on buying it because they don't have Game Pass or something like that. So. Uh, just putting that out there but once you're on the other side of those fixes and stuff like the game is uh just as much fun as i remember you know uh, the the second one being so awesome yeah no that's cool i love that 
Um, of course, we will talk a little more thoughts on Mortal Kombat and Lies of P, but we did cover those last week. So if you're interested in those, go check those out last or go check out last week's episode. Um, another new game before we get to those and some DLC um, is Witchfire. I think it actually I'm trying to see when I think the release date was technically this week. It's in early access, though. So is it I, only I, on Steam or only on, only on Epic? Yeah, games. Epic Games. Epic. I'm sorry. Only on PC. OK, yeah. Yeah. So it's only on the Epic Game Store. Um, it's one of the few um exclusives that epic games gets the steam will eventually get it but for right now it's an epic games uh exclusive um so it's 40 bucks i would say for most people it's probably i would advise maybe just wait and i i, I say that not to say it's a bad game because i think it's really cool looking if you played the vanishing of ethan carter it's the same devs and they know how to make really pretty environments, and the lighting is awesome as it comes through trees. Like if you played that game, even if you're not into adventure simula- walking simulators, basically, um, that game looked really, really pretty. And so, um, did they do the another one of those, or is it just Ethan Carter? That was the only one. Okay. Yeah, I, they I did. Checked, yeah, I Bullet Storm. And yeah, Bullet Storm and uh, Painkiller. So yeah. So they, this they, is a yeah. this is a, okay. So that the only walking simulator style was Vanishing Ethan Carter, which looked really pretty. They're more of a first person shooting. Yeah, shooter. Studio. But they're, they're only credited with Ethan Carter in this game, and that's it. On um, maybe some of the devs crossed over. Anyway, re- regardless, if you wa- if you watch the trailer, it tells you. Painkiller yeah, I, I remember okay. seeing that too. Bullet Storm. So what I'll say is that it is. Before I tell you some of the genres that it hits, because that'll make some people just shut off right away, let me just tell you, the movement oh. and shooting feels great. Like, it, there are times when I'm running around with this kind of old-world uh, pistol, almost Doom-style, sprinting from enemy to enemy and doing my dash to, like, just unload. And you can shoot really fast, so, like, unload into them, throw a magic spell. Like, the combat feels really good, and it is difficult. But when, when, you're, in a, when you're in a groove, like, it is super fun. Um, so the combat's great. It looks really pretty. If not so far, at least I'm only in the first area. Very repetitive in terms of environment, but it is very pretty. But it is a so here's this genre piece that scares a lot of people away. It's like a roguelite, souls like, and I'm not kidding. It is both of those things. Kyle's out. <laughs> so it is a game that centers very heavily around the idea of runs. Like you kind of have your home base along this cliff. You can make potions, you can upgrade your skills, you can go research weapons and, and spells, um, and then you go out, do a run, collect all the witch fire that you can. But if you die, you get one chance to go get it. Very Souls-like, and it's very difficult. They, oh. they And the enemies move around. So, so like, is it like Remnant? Yeah, I think it's Remnant a little Remnant is a like. shooter yeah. that's like Souls. But I, I, yeah. I, I think if you played Remnant and you were comfortable with that difficulty, th- you'd probably be comfortable with this. And if you like Doom, okay. if you like Doom-style gameplay, is that with some magic in there? Um, but they are really stingy. I like that, like, uh, uh, like you, you get that second chance to get your stuff. So, like, merging a roguelite with Souls games, I don't know, kind of yeah. creates a really, at least a second chance kind of run. Correct. Yeah, you can get your, but if you die on your attempt to get it in very Souls-like That's fashion, it. it's gone. So, mm-hmm. I've had a couple of times that I've had a few thousand sitting out there that I almost got to, but just got swarmed by all these skeleton baddies. And are there any permanent stuff like upgrades? There's a lot of permanent stuff. So when you bring Witchfire back, one thing I haven't quite figured out, and I maybe I just need to read up about it. The game is very like, here's a basic way this works, but it doesn't really tell you the details. So I'm not totally sure how the portals work. When you go to an area and you want to leave, you only have like a minute till the portal behind you closes, and now you got to go find a new portal to safely escape in the world and they they put them on your map but you have to go find them uh, okay. or you have or you have to beat the boss and if you don't do those things you're screwed so i'm not sure if it's like 
a limited number of portals and then you have to beat the boss. I don't know how that system works yet, but I do know when you successfully bring Witchfire back, uh, you upgrade skills much like you would in a Souls game. You've got vitality and and uh, stamina meter that you can build up, or your spells can you know uh, refresh faster. So you can really upgrade your abilities that way. But every time you level up, a little message pops up because what you're doing is you're hunting a witch. You are a witch hunter, and you're trying to hunt hunt these witches. Like Vin Diesel in that one movie. It's just like Vin Diesel, yeah. Uh, and and what happens? A little, a little you could be making that up. up. I don't. I don't know a what little, you're talking about. There's a witch hunter movie with Vin Diesel, right? Isn't it? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take your word straight, for it. Straight to DVD style. Uh, <laughs> yep. What I remember. Um, but as soon as you level up, a message on the bottom says the witch has laid a new trap, or it'll say the witch has added a new enemy, or the warden is now patrolling the area. So basically, the area, the enemies, and the full in the area become way more difficult every time you level up which is a little bit oppressive in a game that's already pretty difficult. So I don't know if they'll scale that since this is an early access, but I had only leveled up twice and there was already this way overpowered guy with a lantern searching for me when I went back in there. Enemies had all leveled up and the, and it said the witch laid a new trap. And I don't know what that means, but I'm terrified to go anywhere. Cause I'm like, what does a trap mean? Like, so it's a little bit um, overwhelming in that sense, but it's very cool. Like I love the style. It's a very unique approach to these kind of games. So if you like a challenge and if you like um, what I'm describing as like fast paced combat with some magic thrown in, um, it's definitely worth a try. But it is 40 bucks and it is early access. The game's clearly not totally finished yet, but it it does play pretty smoothly uh, so far. And it does have things like DLSS uh, Bethesda. They figured out how to do it at launch. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) unplayable without it. I'm just kidding. Uh, So I, I like it a lot. I do recommend it for some people if that description doesn't scare you away. Give it a try. Uh, it is pretty cool. I've been interested in this game, and this doesn't scare me away. I think it sounds yeah. pretty cool. I, the roguelite, it scared me away, but knowing that you can get your stuff back, you know, if you just, like, you know, are either lucky or have this, uh, the ability yeah. to, that, that I think that that kind of makes it a little more appealing to me. I like the way or, they se- they section out the maps. Like, it'll put a little skull on the map, and the skull will have bigger horns the more difficult the enemies are, and that moves every time you load back in. So you can kind of see, here's an easy section of enemies. I'm going to go there first take those guys out. There's a treasure chest over here so I can upgrade something. And you get these uh, run-specific upgrades just like you would in Hades or something else called Arcana. And you unlock that as you go. So it could be like um, your spells do bonus damage for this run. But those things go away after a run. And over time, you can like upgrade your Arcana so that way you have a potential for stronger. Those are just buffs, basically, right? If you guys have played roguelikes, you know how that works. Um, So you just kind of get buffs on each run. Uh, So they they certainly have those kind of systems in place as well. And then I haven't tried the boss yet, but that's good. I at least want to give that whole first section a full exploration before I kind of shelf this game for later, because I don't think it's a game I'm going to stick with for super long. Not because it's not good, just because there's too many other games that are super story centric that I want to play. So I yes, to answer your speculation, yes, the studio that created Bulletstorm split off and formed whatever, whoever did Ethan Carter. Hmm. Yeah. That's, so cra- they, that's crazy for them to, to go from that of, to Ethan uh, Carter because, like, Bulletstorm yeah. is maybe, I'm talking, like, mood-wise, the dumbest game in the entire world in terms of its, like, humor it's and ridiculous. just real dude bro energy, you know? It's fun. Yeah. It's super fun. And then to go to, like, Ethan Carter, which is, like, really moody and, yeah, and yeah. story-driven. What a eh, eh, Good for that studio. Yeah, so like good the, for those guys, they, rather. They left before People Can Fly did Outriders, so, you know, I guess they look a little smarter than most people. Mm, Unless you ask Derek, who 
loved Outriders. Doubt, Doubt Outriders Riders is a legit like game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's why they call it Doubt Riders. Uh, doubt it. Nice one. To doubt. Nice doubt it. Or there's no doubt. Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's a good it. spin on it. I like the retort, but no. <laughs> All right. So this know. next, yeah. this next game, I owned and played a good amount on the GOG service, GOG, which I think is CD Projekt Red's storefront yes. isn't it mm-hmm. so that's that's where i bought cyberpunk 2077 and put all the hours i put into that game which is probably in the 20-ish range um i never did finish that game as we've talked about before so but it's one of those things where i don't really like playing games there there's something about it like the way mm. not even just the way that they run but of course i can't play it on the steam deck and i just kind of like having everything in one library so i did see that the main game and the phantom liberty dlc is 60 bucks on steam and I thought that was a pretty good combo for both of those. Um, so I actually just bought those today and have it downloaded. So I'm going to be trying out the 2.0 update <clears throat> and starting my new run there because that's what they tell you you should do anyway. Uh, um, so hopefully get a chance to play some Phantom Liberty at least before the end of this calendar year. We'll see We'll see how, how far I can get into Cyberpunk. But what do you guys think about the 2.0? Is it 2.0 update? Is that what it's called? Yep. Right? What do you guys think about it so far? Like, What are the major changes? And, uh, and yeah, what do you think? I'll let Kyle go because I've talked a lot. A has anybody else played it? So someone else can. I start. played like I played the intro of it, but I haven't like experienced like I know some of the okay. significant changes are um, like when you're out in the streets, like going against cops and stuff like that, and then even the combat as far as how you can shoot from your car. Now you can equip. I like this. You can equip like guns to your car, so it's like twisted metal esque. Mm-hmm um so i like mad max yeah and then i I, either i watched a video or read somewhere that this game is actually harder now because of all the changes or maybe it was kyle saying it i don't remember where i saw it um but the the experience is is a lot more difficult now but again i'm just start i had beat it on pc and then three or four months ago i started a street kid playthrough and i just had done the intro but i went ahead and erased that one and i just started it again um friday yeah right before i left to go to halloween horror night so um i started a new one just to check it out on my tv and stuff like that so i'm not far enough in to really comment on any major changes and how it's going to impact me um i will be able to next week because i I'm playing Starfield right now, but once I'm done with Starfield, I think Cyberpunk's going to be a main course meal for me no. because uh, I do want to get to the DLC. Yeah, yeah. Are you you're going to do a brand new run for that, right? Because I mean, I guess you said you started from the beginning, but I know they recommended yeah. that, but did they say it's going to break if you don't? You know, that I can answer. Everything is so different now like i mean even like the way that you like install cyberware or the way that you your like skill points so like everything's different like my, my my character was was like uh skill towards pistol shotguns swords and tech um they moved pistols from like uh you know reflex uh skill tree down to the school skill a uh, cool skill tree which i had zero points into so mm-hmm. like 
I had to reset my entire character. Even in a brand new game, I had to reset my entire character and Got like it. redistribute all the points. That took like three hours. I'm not even kidding you. Like <laughs> reading every single. Out, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I got to figure out where to put the points because then you you have you have ability points and then you have perk points and the ability points goes into the five you know abilities that you can do and then everything falls into those five abilities and I had like 59 you know like uh, uh perk points to spend on the stuff inside of the ability trees and it was a lot like i mean and everything manage. matters now you know like the uh the way that you build your character allows you to have like certain levels of like uh how much cyberware you can equip to yourself you know so if you're not really attuned right you know like maybe you can't equip that many cyberware and your character that you used to play with becomes a lot less powerful and your gear you know? might all of a sudden become unusable or weaker well, i guess gear is all cosmetic now there's no, like, nothing, yeah, your arm, there is no armor anymore. Everything is dictated by the cyberware that you equip, you know? So, like, every, anything that you pick up off of, like, uh, uh, you know, bad guys that are just, uh, like, clothes, that's just, like, for you, you know? You get to yeah. dress however you, you like want to. You like how it looks. Yeah, Which yeah, I appreciate know. because, God, I hated how I looked. Yeah. A lot yeah, of the high you, I spent my entire so first stupid. playthrough as a nomad looking like a moron, like, the entire yeah. game. Same here. Because uh, you had to just call the other go higher level. I was in that inventory see, way too much. Yeah, I did see you can respect your character in the sense that, like, you can, like, for instance, I'll use reflex as an example. Like, let's say you're level eight, and then the, as you go into the reflexes, you can pick attributes from that. You can change the attributes for free in and out. Yeah. You cannot you get respect one, your level eight. You get so one you, free reroll, but anything in the ability tree, you can refund at any time. You just yes. can't reroll your ability points. You can only do it once. Yeah, one if time. If you man. don't like what you did there, you're cut Tough. off. So you have you to be run. very... So, they, they want you, you it's it's build mm. focus now the game is build focus now so you know oh if you God. build a tim shitty just character got a, tim just got a boner yeah yeah <laughs> well I, whereas the first game like you kind of like you could build different builds but like really you could play the game in any way and get through it without like you know without any issues like the game pushes back now so if you build a crappy mm. character like you're gonna perform crappy, you know, and it has nothing to do with how well you can shoot or dodge or anything like that. It's all about how well you're building your builds and the synergies between your cyber decks uh, and how that attunes to your ability points and everything like that. Like it is a statistically true focused RPG. video game now. So you know? it was it a little more, a little more action twitchy now. before with a lot of RPG. And yeah. Now it's just like really RPG with some of the. Twitches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even little stuff like the way that you shoot's completely different now. Now everything is governed by a stamina meter, whereas before you could just like shoot, 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 and like you never right. like you never have an issue with like uh, your character aiming differently. Now, if you shoot too many times consecutively, you run out of stamina, and like your crosshair gets bigger, and you shoot more sloppy. You know, so it's oh, like. But you can Super do stuff cool. to. You, Does he you hold do his finger up like ah? My trigger finger. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> you do stuff that dictates their stamina refilling and expenditures too, though. So like, if you're a really trigger happy person, you can play that way. You have to spec mm. that way though. Yeah. Um, you have to really respect the way that you're trying to build your character in this game. So now this is a game where, like before, you could just kind of do whatever you want to. Now you you might want to follow a Fexture Life build, you know, for Cyberpunk, which to me is the mark of a true RPG, you know. So yep. these yep. days at least. Um, so I'm I'm having a really good time. I uh, the uh, it was immediate how how different everything felt. They even changed some of the button layouts and stuff like that. Like now crouch is like the 
uh, joystick, uh, which is kind of interesting to kind of get around. And circle, just pressing circle is your dodge, you know, and like there's many versions of dodge, you know, um, and if you equip like cyberware, whenever you dodge, you can slow down time completely like edge runners, the anime hey. and just right. go to town on people. So um, you know, having not played it for so long and starting a brand new game, this is going to feel like a new game to me anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm at an advantage a little bit where I'm like, I don't not I don't I'm not trained on this game anymore like that information yeah, right. is out of my brain well and and right. so to get myself a little more comfortable i i started my own character uh you know a corpo a new corpo character is my fourth run now uh and like being it, the game drip feeds everything to you and it feels way better to do it sense. that way than the three hours that i spent trying to like oh i'm trying to make this you know, work and okay that's why they recommend it it is a different game now everything about it is different sure the missions are the same you know the mission structure is the same the dialogue is the same so yeah in that sense it's the same game but like the way that you interact with the game now is uh is is it might as well just be a different game at this point it's even which, more updates and i love it for witcher you know witcher did a lot they changed a lot but it was yeah. they didn't they never made me feel like that uh where now, i had fundamentally with the witcher was always the same game but like maybe the menus were a little bit menus, different and yeah. streamlined mutations got a little better you know this just kind of feels like oh i'm having to relearn everything ab- about how this game works so i, uh, as I, much I as highly we, recommend a, a restart for sure as yeah. much as we love uh, the leaks and the rumors that Jeff Grubb usually gives accurately. I do not appreciate his hot take on this, where he said, "Hey, it's pretty cool. It's a better game, but uh, let's not pretend like it's the game that they told us they were making." And he like referenced some old trailer or something. So like, still this Oof. super negative take on it. Yeah. And people are kind of coming at him like, "Dude, what in that trailer are you not able to do? And like, what is it specifically that you're upset?" Like, I think he's getting called out about it a little bit, which is nice. Yeah. Um, who is this guy you're talking about? He's the guy from Giant Bomb who does a lot of breaking kind of. Oh, rumors. fatty dude. He's uh, like Jeff, usually negative. That's Jeff Gersman, I think. This is Jeff. Oh, Gersman. Okay. Um. Anyway, all that to say, there are certainly some negative takes out there, but most of what I'm seeing is incredibly positive. The reviews look really good, and so I'm excited to hear more about the actual Phantom Liberty DLC from you guys next week as well. That comes out on Wednesday. No, twenty six, I think. Um, I think it's isn't it, isn't it Tuesday? I think it comes out Monday night. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. twenty six. Awesome, that's great. I'm and I couldn't be more excited for that. I just hope that my main character is. I'm ready to play with him because uh, getting out there and just like killing guys. I'm like, oh, I'm really squishy now. <laughs> you know? Okay, so, yeah, you need to. Yeah, like I have to. I'm, I have to like learn how to play my class. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I hear you. Um, all right. Well, anything that's build focused, by the way, too, especially when they introduce the idea of it being build focused you're going to it's going to be a little struggle at first there's a learning curve that's yeah. not for sure um another big piece of dlc just came out this past week and that's the separate ways dlc for resident evil 4 did anyone get this or maybe at least planning to get it maybe you played it back in the day uh the old original one um, i'll to get, get it, it eventually sure. i'm just i didn't bother now no okay i, I gotta be honest the only reason i didn't get it is because resident evil 4 is not already installed on my like that's that was the barrier. So this is the installation. Sounds like it's, yeah. It sounds like it's a good price though. It's like ten dollars. Ten bucks, and it's yeah. Like four and the original is really good. Like everyone loves yeah. that DLC. So I never played um, that DLC. It's, it's you, good. Play as Ada, you play as Ada Wong, right? Yeah, and they had to remix it because nothing in the original DLC like 
there's like you'd have to remake all that stuff, you know. Yeah. So it's like uh, the stuff that didn't make it into the the regular game, like the Leon when he had to like uh, from the movies. Remember the lasers that come? That was oh in gosh, the, the original lasers. Resident Evil Four. She gets that in this game. You see it in the trailers. So okay, okay. Um, so things that didn't make it into Leon's campaign now you might get to see here, you know, and and uh, other new kind of cool stuff. So, yeah. so it looks cool. All the grappling hook and stuff like that. Like it looks, it looks like a really fun. It looks time. like fun gameplay. Like listen, yeah. Resident Evil Four is still. One of my favorite game experiences this year. That remake was just incredible. Um, so I will try that DLC. Um, just don't know when. And 10 bucks. I mean, yeah, I might as well buy it. It's and probably only a couple I... hours, but it's, you know, it's another reason to get into that world. Four hours. Oh, is it really? Nice. Three and a half to four hours, depending on I'm how slow that. you are. That's a good That's a good amount of gameplay. That's why oh, I was then... shocked. I was like, wow, I'd figure they would charge 20 because I think. Resident Evil Villages was 20. Now, they gave you more stuff with it, but still. Mm. And it was a shorter, I believe it was the ro- The DLC. Rose one? for Yeah. 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 Uh, and Jeff just shared in our chat. I do want to check this out. Builds for Cyberpunk 2077. That's going to get me hooked on that game. Yeah, it's a, two, I, it's a 2.0 update, too. So oof. it's like they, they yeah. included uh, ways to do the two main edge runners characters builds if you wanted. That's to. cool. And you That's can do cool an edge, you can do an edge runner build where you're constantly yeah. like you're over over uh, cyber uh, decked out where you're like you're yeah. in cyber psychosis pretty much. Your your health is depleting, but like your damage output is absolutely godly. Yeah, you know? yeah. Not extra life. Not reading Fast, it. Fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we are extra life. I don't think Extra Life has had a chance to even consider. They haven't. They're they're busy with Liza P. They're doing Liza P. And they're still doing Liza P. He's still doing a lot of Baldur's Gate 3 content. He He has a ton of that content out there. Yeah, that's understandable. Uh, Speaking of Liza P, uh, I did fire that up. Um, Today actually was the main day that I spent some time playing it. Because I'd played the demo before. So fired up on Xbox Game Pass and made it through. I got past that first boss. And I'm, I'm getting close to that kind of... The first boss is kind of a tutorial boss, so I'm getting close to the first like real boss once you kind of get into the meat of the game, uh, which I think was the that's the only that's the where I got in the demo when I played it was to that kind of second. Yeah, boss. there's three bosses in the demo, but one of them's like a human boss. He's real easy to be honest with you. The but one he on the still bridge? has yeah, he still has a boss bar. Okay, yeah, uh, I just got past that part in my okay. playthrough right now. That's the part I just got through. So you're real close um, to the third boss, which is yeah. like the last boss in the demo. Right, right. Uh, but dude, this game, it rules. I love this game. Like, this is exactly what I wanted it to be. I think they smoothed out, like Derek, you mentioned this in chat. I yep. think they smoothed out the dodging and the mobility. I feel much more, it feels much more fluid. I want to say this really clearly. I don't think anyone, when it comes to this soul style of fighting, I don't think anyone has matched, let alone surpassed what FromSoft does. Their games just feel right when it mm-hmm. when it comes to this style of combat. I totally get that. But there's been lots of knockoffs, lots of other versions, and some that aren't knockoffs are just similar. They have souls-like combat, and they just never quite feel right to me. They're like close. This one is the closest, and it's re- I think it's really good. And the the design is super cool. Like the way you can take these all these different weapons. And essentially take the handle off and recombine it with something else. So that way, like, for example, I got this uh, police baton and I took the handle off because it has motivity as its main uh, scaling. It's a B. It scales at a B level, which is really good. Uh, and I attached that to my starter blade. And all of a sudden I'm doing like 30 more damage than I was before. Mm-hmm. Just just making switches like that. It makes Dang. you feel like a, like and a little it changes scientist. your moveset. 
and it changes your move set, right? Because you have yeah. you have two special moves depending on what. And it's not and, and it's yeah. not doing the witchfire thing of like we saw that you upgraded this, so we made everybody more difficult. Thank goodness, no, no, you okay. can, and you can <laughs> so you can keep going through just like other Souls games let you do. You can keep going through the same area, enemies and be in the same spot. You could just grind and like just get all the ergo yeah. is what they call it in this game instead of souls. Get all that you want, spruce up your stats, and uh, listen. There's still moments where I'm like. Okay, I was feeling pretty strong, and then this combination of enemies just wiped me out. So it'll humble you, and I know some bosses, as Derek has said, will absolutely humble me. I realize that. I don't know if I'll like finish this game, but I'm already super intrigued by the story. I just met, not really spoilers, it's in the demo. I just met Geppetto, which I thought that whole exchange is really interesting. It's a Pinocchio story? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I and really also, thought it was about penises, but whatever. Also, also uh, and I don't know yet because I actually haven't read much on the story, but there's certainly something at the beginning. You're given a chance to lie and something happens. You feel the gears within you like moving. or Something, something uh, affected you when you when you lied because you're not supposed to do that, obviously, with the whole Pinocchio story. So that was that part was interesting, too. I'm like, what is that? What, what just happened? Like, what's going to happen if I keep lying? I mean, so it's I'll share stuff without spoiling it because I here's my thing. Uh, first of all, let me just start off by saying this is the best Souls game out there that's not from Sauce. So it passes Mortal Shell. Um, I'm not including Neo. So Sasan, cool your jets. Those games are they they obviously borrow from FromSoft, but if you go play a Neo game, it does not feel Feels like FromSoft at all. It does not feel like Bloodborne. It does not feel like Dark Souls, it's not even close. So that's that's what I'm talking about. Not when even I say lies and people. No. No? Um, I didn't I don't I don't know Neo games are so freaking fast. Like there's they're, they're more witcher uh, almost than souls. They're games utter confusion. Ways. They're yeah. utter confusion. And there's always like they overload you with like loot like Diablo. Um but Lies and P is the best one I've ever played. Mm. And on top of that, this is why I'm saying this. I highly recommend finishing the story because you're going to start getting sucked into these characters and the story and all the decisions you're making and the endings are huge payoff. And I absolutely loved it. Like I've watched, like I've rewatched all the endings. I've even had people explain like the lore in case I miss stuff. And I'm just like, dude, this, this gives me those like feelings again. Like this is such a deep, like where they're going, this is a deep rabbit hole right here. Like they can do whatever they want. So, um, very, very, very impressed. Um, for those who don't know, I did beat the game. I think on the last show, I just talked about how I had played like a, a few hours. I did beat the game. It took me about 40 hours. I immediately jumped into new game plus, and I was very OP until I get to boss three. And he was like, Oh, you think you're strong? <laughs> no, you're not. He actually uh, says new game plus, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're done. So that that would be my only it's hard to say like I'm going to say it's a negative. I think it is a balancing issue. Maybe it's intentional cuz if you go back to even like Elden Ring which is considered kind of a easier souls type game because of the way it's built like open world. We've covered all that before. But there's always bosses in Souls games where they're they're the measuring stick. So it's like, hey, we're hard, we're hard, we're hard. But now this decides who's going to finish our games. <laughs> yeah, Liza P. Um, this this boss here decides whether you actually are 
good enough to play our game. And if you're not, you're going to quit because you're a loser. And if you are, oh then you have a good shot at, at beating the game. And it's usually like a a third through the game type boss. So there are bosses in this, these games where I was completely <laughs> obliterating them, especially human bosses. But I, I really, they are bosses, but they feel more like mid-tier. Um, they're all easy. And then some of the main bosses are extremely easy. Like, I was just like, really? But then you hit walls. And when you hit walls, you hit walls that are, like, really hard. And so uh, my experience with it was I was land blasting through. I'm doing really good. And then when I hit a wall, I literally got to the point where I was looking at the game and, and, and saying out loud, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what you want from me. You know, I I've given my all, and you you feel impossible. You did feel you kind of wonder like I think my I might not finish this. Did you kind of have yeah, that? Yeah, I absolutely did feel that. Now, now what I did realize is, and this is where it kind of goes to: is this balance correctly? Is there a, there a balance issue? Is I was able to play the entire game until the end without having to grind at all. But to beat the last boss, I had to spend like I think it was like five or six hours. And I enjoyed it. I found a little place where I I made a run over and over and over that gave me great ergos, and I was able to level up. And then that was when I was able to balance my character to I could face this boss and take them. And that's mm-hmm. when I started to believe. So I was technically, I guess, under level, but I was I was like high eighties before I fought this boss. Dang. So it's not like I went into it like oh, I'm level sixty. So my point is, is like I'm sitting here playing this game and I'm leveling up accordingly. I'm not grinding. I'm handling all the bosses, and then I hit this wall, and that's including. So at ev- I won't say every boss. Most bosses, you can summon a specter, and that's kind of like an Elden Ring. That's your like your little. You ring the little bell, and then the dude enters the match with you. Like your your I forgot what they're called. Um, an Elden Ring, but they're, they're like your co-op partner, but they're AI, so there is no like real person co-op as far as I know in Lies of P. So you can you can you can call them in, and even calling them in and having like these like cubes that level don't level up, but like you can heal your partner or you can you can do things to your partner to help you in a battle, right? Using this cube that you level up later. Um, even use, utilizing that tool, I was getting wiped, especially when the, when the boss went to the second phase and I was just like, I don't know what to do, man. This is absolutely nuts. But when I, when I grinded, I was able to rebalance and in a way kind of respect my character. I didn't, but like I changed a lot of things so I could, uh, equip certain amulets I couldn't equip before, which I will say that definitely, uh, seek out amulets there's certain amulets especially for your build that will make you extremely powerful and that was the difference so i did get that experience when i beat the boss and i finally beat him i didn't feel like it was luck i felt like it was like hey i went and got more powerful i equipped certain things i didn't have equipped before that made me stronger against this boss and so i actually feel like i beat him um but anyways the game is spectacular. Uh, I know, you know, I've had conversations with other people that don't agree with me, but I don't care. This game to me is easily a nine out of 10. And if it didn't come out this year, 
it would definitely have a shot at game of the year. It doesn't have a shot at game of the year for me just because the competition this year is the competition stupid. is just yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think stupid uh, is the right word. Yeah, it's stupid. The competition, yeah, but it's stupid. but if it came out uh, maybe last year, for me personally, it's probably game of the year. It's that mm-hmm. freaking good. It has that fun of a story. And when I say it's a good story, I'm not talking about like it has great cutscenes. It doesn't doesn't really have cutscenes. It talks to you kind really of like. Brief. There's like a yeah. little cutscene that's really highly quality yeah. animated, and then it'll go to like a standard like conversation view. Yeah, like it's a lot of talking in Dark Souls. It's the lore, but it's not hidden like Dark Souls. You don't have to pick it up an item and be like, "Hey, what is this?" And oh, yeah. it's tied to this faction. Oh, blah blah blah. Like, it's none of that crap. Like, you know where people stand. You know who they are. They're telling you, "Hey, these people are doing this. These people are against them. You are. What are you?" And then the lying mechanic absolutely matters. It plays into all the endings. You can so tell you're lying, it's, it's highlighted you're telling, at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So it does matter, and this is a, a quality game. I highly, highly recommend it to anybody who's interested in these type of games. It is hard. It is not an easy game, um, although I felt like it started out like I even said it in my very first post. I was like, this is an easy game. This is going to be fake. And it, it wasn't. You, it was you put actually, that out in the universe. You said it out loud. That's your own fault. You did it to yourself. Yeah, you brought it on yourself. That's your own fault. <laughs> you know, I wanted to mention this too. Like the design, the world, that kind of Victorian era, kind of oh, steampunk. I it love that so aesthetic. Cool, man. It looks great. I know people are saying, like, it's a Bloodborne ripoff. Like, yes, yeah, certainly it's got that similar vibes in some ways. It is so unique, though. Like, I love the the design and the setup, and it, it just. The, the character, the, the monster slash enemy robotic, whatever, puppet uh, design is really good and really creepy. Um, and, of course, your main character with that arm you have, that, uh, what's that arm called? Your Through, legion arm? Yeah, your legion arm. That's what it's called. And it, which you can get different attachments on, which, which is also super cool. Really early on, they give you, like, this grapple hook where you can pull enemies close to you and stuff like that, which is super cool. I love that. They um, did a lot of good, like they borrowed a lot from Sekiro and and Bloodborne, and I do like that they fix the um, the dodge, and then you can level up your dodge because that made me feel like I could play the game more like Bloodborne. Where whereas my oh, issue with the okay. demo was uh, whenever I was fighting the boss, I, I was like I can't move away from him. Like I'm sitting here dodging, I can see his attack. He's showing me what he's doing, and I can't still dodge out of his way. Now yeah. I can see somebody's attack, and I can be like, okay, I, ha- I have. if I have the stamina, I can dodge away. Yeah, and they really um, do lean into the block slash parry mechanic. And oh, the reason yeah. that's important it's is because it, it builds up a, right kind there. of this in- invisible stagger meter that enemies have. And when they when their health bar starts to glow with this white kind of um, border around it then you just unleash a strong attack and they'll stumble and fall down to their like one knee or they'll fall down altogether and then you can do kind of your sneak attack or assassinate attack which is awesome which i will say to help you if you keep playing uh, and this is a mistake on the game design they really need to fix this be careful when you see they're they're white and you're you're staggering where do you stagger them because I know the game's doing it to help the player, but I, I don't think they thought this through. So they put a red spot, and it's to let you know, if you stand here and you hit the regular strike button, you'll do your yeah. uh, fatal, right? But the problem is, is when you're fighting a big boss, a lot of times they'll back you in a corner, and then you'll do you'll stagger them, they'll drop, and then the red, let's say you're behind them, the red 
part might show up only in the front. So yeah, you got to yeah, go yeah. all the way around the boss. By the time you get They'll there, get the red spot goes away. They yeah. get up. <laughs> or if you're in a corner, I've had it where I'm like, okay, try, I'm trying to get over there. I can't get over there. I'm stuck. So that that stuff was stupid. I feel like if you're going to do that, have a red spot in the front, have a red spot in the back, especially in the back. There's no reason not to do that. So I hope they patch that. It wasn't a killer. Once I figured that out, I was like, okay, anytime I'm staggering a boss, I'm just going to present position myself in a way that I know their backside, their front side, every side is clear so I can get to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Agreed. I do recommend you grind, though. Even if you yeah. think it's easy, just grind, level your character up, stick to your build. You can respect it's after like the seventh boss, seventh act. You can. Um, it costs it costs a significant amount of what 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 they're charging to do yeah. it. So you definitely wanna make sure you pick your build, stick with it, and then on a new game plus if you wanna change it up, you can. Nice. Yeah, I'm certainly loving it. Um the only thing that would keep me from playing it more, of course, is all the other games that are out. But I do, I, I think there's it's excellent. There's other stuff. There's a problem. There's a, there's there's a, a problem right now. Yeah, it's Speaking of other games that are out, uh, Mortal Kombat 1. Any, and you guys had both finished the story, I think, when we talked yeah. about it last week. So, but do you have any updated thoughts? Have you played it more? Um, anything else you need to add to the Mortal Kombat 1 conversation right now? I mean, the only thing I would say is I played a little more Invasion. I thought that was cool. I haven't played it a lot enough to, like, really speak on it. Like, oh, it's so cool, um, because I literally was just playing Liza P all week. And then um, I went and did all the fatalities. At first, I just did all the first fatalities. Then I went into the fatality training and did them all. The did them all, that, pal. Did them all, like, pal. <laughs> this, this franchise is like 30 years old, and they've made so many fatalities and we're desensitized to a lot of gore so it's not like when i was 12 and i'm like holy crap what did you just do to him now it's like well what can you do that i haven't seen already i walked away going that was really good holy crap that was really thoughtful like they are really good fatalities there's only maybe one or two that I was like that was weak but other than that they're very very entertaining they're very very mm. gory but they're very very entertaining and they're just they're one of the my favorite things of Mortal Kombat games so like that's <laughs> one of the things I get most excited to see um, so yeah I, that's one of the things I did I jumped back in just to to mess around with the with the fatalities great game but it's it's losing steam because of like we've already just said as soon as I finish something, even though I have a desire to replay something, mm -hmm. I'm like, I've got, I, I really need to play Star Fail, and dude, I need I've, to play Cyberpunk, yeah. and you know, I've got too much, so I don't I've have got time that too. to just replay. Just wrapped up a game we'll talk about soon, but I just, I'm like, man, I want to keep going, but I think I gotta focus in on some of these <laughs> other things. Um, so I'm right there with you, Kyle. What about you? Have you played Mortal Kombat One much more? Yeah, I played a lot more Invasion mode, and I just I like that mode a lot. It just keeps things uh, fresh and entertaining and uh, funny. You know, uh, some modes are just kind of ridiculous, and um, yeah, I'm having a good time with that mode. I think it's a really thoughtful mode, and if they keep on doing new boards every season, I could see myself if there's room keeping it, you know, uh, installed and stuff like that and checking in. Yeah. Uh, but if things get dire, you know, I'll have to uninstall it at some point. So. Gotta find some I space. do have to say uh, this was really cool. So I I have, I bought two copies. I bought the PC, which is where I'm playing. And then just to get the metal case and own a physical version, I 
I bought a PS5 version. So I texted my son, Eli, and I was like, hey, you at all interested in Mortal Kombat? No. I said, okay. And then he texted me like three or four days later, uh, Mortal Kombat looks pretty cool. Can I get it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna give him my extra copy. Moment. Nice. Yeah, I, I love that he's branching out, which I've talked about uh, on previous shows. Mm-hmm. But I love that he has not texted me asking for FIFA. That's out. Like wow. the version he wants is out right. now. He's not asked for it. He's only talking to me about Spider-Man. Now he's asking for Mortal Kombat. And then he texted me. He's like, PlayStation's got a big sale, a bunch of games cheap. Buy me some. You know, so he's he's wanting some uh, fun single player more games. Cool. Like, yeah, that's, awesome. that's what I want, man. Now, you, you could always let down. You could always, if you just wanted to really stick it to him, just give him the Switch version and see what he thinks about that. Yeah. Let's talk about the like, Switch version real like quick. This. Yeah. I mean, it's been you a know, while since I've seen this much um, separation in review scores and overall feedback uh, across the platform of the same game. Um, it's usually in this kind of scenario, right? Where you have like a Game Boy version of a game that's also on yeah. Super Nintendo or whatever. That was kind of what it was back in the day. But now you've got the Nintendo Switch, which to its credit, it's seven, no, six years old, six and a half years old, right? It's, it was already old tech when it came out six and a half years yeah. ago. We know this, we and we know that when they go after a certain art style and certain performance targets, it can look and feel great. Some of those sure. games, we know, we know that. But something with third parties trying to put these, ne- these next-gen games that they didn't even put out on PS4 or Xbox One, they only put it Which out what, on... Uh, I wanted to say, Switch. what's a big part of their marketing was that this is our first truly next-gen MK and it's on game the Switch. that's not being held back by old generation. <laughs> I had no idea this was on the Switch. So, like, I would have yeah. called bullshit months ago had i known yeah. that this game was on the switch because i was like y'all's whole marketing was based on it being like a truly next-gen game like how mm-hmm. how is it if you're, if you're like loading it up on the switch it but, is you know pretty bad like i'll just do a cursory search on google and you'll find some incredible side-by-sides and apparently there's also not even all the modes available in the switch i didn't version. know that either and it's so 70 bucks it's 70 dollars it so, costs as much as nerd. zelda yeah. Ooh, <laughs> wow yikes so yeah, that's where it's ridiculous. It's yeah. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It, it's and that's where you see scores like three finally being used again. Yeah. Uh, and it's done but, by a different studio, but like nobody at in Ed Boon's camp was like, could someone check on this? Like they just shipped it. Like it's kind of yeah, wild some, to me. It had know? to run through some kind of QA. You You'd think, think it would have, or at least like, you know, the main studio had to been like, that works for us, you know. But like, man, it just got all the way to market and no one no one stopped it at all. Like it's just they wild. Probably were like, I didn't think anyone was gonna buy it. Like <laughs> I get, I get people like wanting that user base. You know, it's like I one of the too. biggest user bases out there. Like I get that, but they sometimes put the last Mortal Kombat game on there, it probably sold. Yeah, that. right, right. It, but sometimes things are out of your reach. You know, and yeah. like I don't know, they they went for it anyways. So he had an interview with BBC where he says that the issues will be addressed and it will be fixed. And I was just thinking, There's like no the only way to this. fix this is like just remove it from the switch. Just take it off the store and refund <laughs> everything. Yeah. There, we fixed it. I would be like, yeah, you did. You got rid of it. That's good. Go play this game on new consoles. I feel bad for any Switch owners who are like, oh, awesome. I I was interested in this game, but I don't have a PS5 or a Series X. I'll get it on my Switch. And then, you know what? Maybe they don't know any better. Maybe they look at it like, hey, this this looks pretty good. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Just don't look up how it's supposed to look online, I guess. (laughs) Uh, All right. So anything else new this week? game wise i was looking at a list recently what else is out technically the expanse 
episode five was new to this week. And that that wraps up the the, the main... that wraps up yeah the main so, show uh, the main yeah. world the main game. Yeah. Uh, there is a DLC episode that still only says fall 2023 on the website. So I, okay. I don't know when that's coming out. So that's not necessarily that's, in two more weeks. like the, these. Right. Yeah. Out. We don't know when that's going to come out. It could be actually winter uh, this like December wow. or whatever. But OK, um, but that follows a totally different character. So like the main story of the game is done. It's wrapped up. And I, I was very satisfied with how mine played out. Um, Good. Nice. Yeah, I I feel, I feel like, like a lot of people were really positive on the whole yeah, journey of this game. The writing was just really good for for they just understood the world and how there's no real morally right characters like at all. Like everybody's mm-hmm. dancing in the gray, uh some more than others. And um and and your past doesn't really like that's like the whole philosophy of of a lot of the uh characters and why they join the belt is like because your past become a belter is like your past doesn't matter it's about who you are and how you can contribute to the belt um and when you play the game and learn the terminology you understand what i'm talking about it's like the asteroid belt basically um but uh but yeah like that really that all of that philosophical stuff played into how i ended my game like there was like four or five main choices in the finale alone and I feel like in episode four was like no choices at all. It was just all fallout from uh, something yeah. tragic that happened to my character. Um, but uh, but yeah, all, all of those choices, like they've, I felt like I made like choices that aligned with who she was when she started the game, at least to me. So I mean, um, I'm trying to dance around spoilers, but I mean, they, I don't know. There were just some really cool, like deeper philosophical moments in it for me. Like I chose the the dialogue choices that gave me the most interesting things to think about instead of being like, I'm doing this for love or doing this for whatever I chose. Right. Different conversational options. Um, yeah, it was just really cool. And, and this is, uh, I think I said it in the post in the group that this is definitely the best that a telltale game has, uh, looked and played like to date. I mean, and it's probably not even close. Like, I mean, cause even the Batman, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like peeing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I gotta wet my whistle. Sorry. <laughs> but even the uh, even the Batman it game, was just which, so loud. which was just not not which that is so long weird. Ago. Yeah, I do that all the time, and it's never because I could hear it. No. I know. I don't. I don't know why it's coming through so hot. It it's was so, so odd. funny. Uh, perfect though. Please keep good. doing that. Yeah. And actually, do ah when you do it next time. Ah, yeah, that's good. Ah. Um. So like it's just interesting because like those those old Telltale games, they had performance issues, which is the main reason I'm praising this one so much is like I didn't have any of those, and there are moments where you're out in space and you're flying around. So I mean, there there were like no performance problems at least on my end, and I was playing on PC uh, full 4K. So I remember almost every episode of every Telltale game having some sort of horrible issue like back in the day. Like Batman was like when they were peak in Game of Thrones around the same uh, time uh, and Walking Dead, I guess, season two and three. They were releasing like back to back, like sometimes at the same time, Guardians of the Galaxy. And like, Mm -hmm. I remember like missing faces like. (laughs) <laughs> stuff like that a like, hard crashes that would completely reset crashes. i mean it, yeah. it would also just run at like five frames per second mm, and then right. it would like yeah. whenever it was like doing an action scene or something like the cut 
the way it would cut was just terrible. Yeah, the like, QA yeah. was just, they were clearly making sacrifices. Like, this is the only action as this quick time event, and I can't even hit the button when you want. They won one award with Walking Dead Season 1, and they're like, we're the best. And just <laughs> skirted <laughs> by on yeah. bullshit for the next, like, We don't make years. any mistakes, I don't think. I think yeah, we're yeah. Pretty... They're, they're, man, they're, yeah, that, te- that team sank for a reason. But yeah. that's why this redemption that. story is so cool, though, because, like, they are... Yeah. This does feel like it's handled with such like care, you know. And, yeah, uh, they they got people on the team in the writing area of it that were like, yeah, we know the expanse. We know, too, we know. totally know the expanse. Like, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Is like they just got a they got a grasp on it. It's like it's just like the Jedi Survivor team or Hogwarts Legacy. Like it just feels like they put so much care into this game. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Game uh, of the year. Also, part, party animals came out this week, which looks ridiculous. Uh, if that's your thing, if y'all does... all want to get on and try it, but that's the only way I'm ever going to play it. So. It does. Yeah, same here. It does look <laughs> silly. I just, I don't know. I, but it Game looks Pass? like Gang Beast or like any like yeah. this this Gang type Beast. of game has been out for like ten years now, and like all I've guys. never been yeah. interested. So yeah. same here. It looks silly. Like yeah, again, like if all of us got on, we all like screamed at each other for like an hour, and we're like okay, and then uninstalled it. Like that would be about yeah. The that's amazing. Of that's a big. Yeah, that's about it. what it deserves. Yeah. Uh, Baldur's Gate Gate 3 is on Mac before it's on Xbox, so take that, Microsoft. Wow. Uh, Playable on Mac computers. Uh, I didn't know Well, well, Microsoft didn't think that this was going to be a big success. Oh, yeah. We saw that in their leaks. That was pretty (laughs) good. I didn't even know Macs could play games, to be honest with you. (laughs) I've only, in my space, I've only thought of them as like you know audio interface audio like, video yeah 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 they're they're uh whatever you call it a doff basically for i, uh, I had played producers. some on an old uh mac laptop that i had i played a couple of steam like borderlands 2 i played a lot on that yeah. um but yeah you know it's fine it's just not all of them are compatible so a lot of times you have to install yeah. windows uh, in, in a separate hard drive and that whole deal i and, guess graphical compatibility was not a concern though because i assume their tech Technology or the hardware is mm-hmm. up on par with whatever is being on PC, whatever be, whatever's being put into PCs now. Yeah, it's a, it's at least you know a baseline integrated graphics capability for the most yeah. part. Um, so anyway, all right, that's, that's all I can see on the list for for this week. And then of course next week we have the big DLC Phantom Liberty. That Phantom Liberty, that's a huge one. Idris Elba, baby, I'm so the stoked. official Disney Speedstorm release date, which is weird because it's been out. In early access, I suppose that's been. Um, yes, Speedstorm yeah. comes out for real next week. Mm-hmm. Um, what else comes out next week? Cocoon will be on Game Pass. Yeah, next week, which is awesome. Cocoon oh. and El Paso elsewhere. Is it anywhere yeah. elsewhere? I think that's like Tuesday that? as well. Yeah, El Paso, El Paso elsewhere. elsewhere. Yep. Mm. yep. That game looks really cool. So excited um, for that game. Oh, and guys, I sorry, I forgot this. Uh, Infinity Strash. Um, I, comes out next week. God, that just made me so mad. I don't know why. It's a Dragon <laughs> Quest I game. Mad. I got mad for no reason. Infinity just, Strash. just really, Strash. just a really bad name. You know? Infinity Strash. Um, all right. So <laughs> it really does. Such a bad name. It really does. Okay. All right, guys. Let's talk about some of these, uh, some of these leaks, some of these Xbox leaks that came out. So I, I wrote jotted down a few of the highlights. Um, but there's a, a whole lot more, of course, that people are talking about. Can we just also say that this has got to be one of the biggest leaks that is confirmed accurate that I've ever seen? Like, I've seen yeah, lots of rumors and like, yes. but I've never seen anything at this scale from a company this other big. Other than like, this, and this is not even on the same scale, like you said, other than GTA 6 leaking like online, mm. uh, multiple like the videos. early gameplay or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. which is a 
big leak for them because Rockstar is like right. so secretive. Right. This is still doesn't compare because we're talking about future like years down the line projects that they have lined up. Yeah, you know, yeah, some of the things that jumped out to me. One of them was apparently there was an email from Phil Spencer about how excited he is about the Series X after seeing the PlayStation Five reveal, where he was just kind of like, guys, we have a superior product. Like there was kind of like <laughs> that, which is so funny to me. Cause I'm like, yeah. do you? <laughs> Oopsies. Uh, anyway, now part of me also gets it because, like, when you're leading a team, you want to kind of pump everybody up. So of course, could have been that. Element, yeah, yeah. Um, just to get everyone. We got this in the bag, the, guys. Yeah, we got yeah, this. No, 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 no. The, I get it. Yeah, it's fun to laugh with at, but like, thing. If you really think about it hard Good. enough, you're like, well, that makes sense too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so that one's kind of funny. Also, at one point, he apparently chatted about wanting to acquire <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, and about how that would be like the biggest. What did he say? It would be incredibly beneficial for both us and for Nintendo because their future is not in the hardware space. That's essentially like what he was saying. So can you imagine a world where Nintendo oh games are gosh. just yeah. on Xbox consoles? I mean, yeah, Kyle Bossman broke down this entire like email about this specific pro- uh, subject. And it like it, it, he he kind of illuminated it as like it, he was he wasn't really talking about it, like it was absolutely going to happen. They were just like kind of talking about like, hey, what if? You know, ideas, wouldn't that be cool, yeah. man? What a what a career maker and yada yada. So it's just like that's kind of just kind of a, a conversation that probably was never supposed to be seen by anybody. And that obviously. wasn't the Much only like a lot one of too, stuff, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, there was there a leak like before that. that they had, or at least in the court documents that were made public, um, that they wanted to acquire. I think Ubisoft as well at one point. Like they they, they were yeah. they were looking at other people before. They want to buy everything. Yeah, buy I think everything is on the table. And then yeah, they're always things, looking at things options. fall off the table. Yeah. obviously as they realize even that like the, the Nintendo one. Like so many people in the other gaming groups, not ours, and the other gaming groups that take this crap out of context. It clearly I'm going to sound like I'm a pretentious <clears throat> asshole, but I'm just so sick of it. They don't know anything about business because they're. They're making posts like Phil Spencer's such a dumbass for saying this stuff. I'm like, guys, first of all, it's his job to look at any opportunity. Mm -hmm. Second of all, what he was looking at with Nintendo, it's not that he was like, oh, Nintendo will let us buy them. That's not what he said. Yeah. He's looking at it and going, he's looking at it going, Nintendo really sucks at making hardware. We're really good at hardware. Nintendo has a lot of great IPs. How mm-hmm. cool would it be, because we already have a relationship with them, if we were able to buy them out and just have them be a developer for games like Sega. Like, yeah. Sega doesn't release consoles anymore, so I guarantee that's what he's thinking. Why Absolutely. doesn't Nintendo yeah. just be like Sega? So it's like stupid stuff like this where it's like we're purposely taking things out of context just to make somebody look stupid who's not really that stupid. And I'm not even on board with everything phil spencer says and does because i have said in the past i have a huge issue with you own all these developers you own all these ips and yet your console in my opinion is the most lacking when it comes to having blockbusters or and releasing stuff so i have major issues with them but none of these leaks i never read anything and went what a dummy let me make yeah. a post about no, it. No, but, so it, but it, is, it is just a bad look because of everything you yeah. just said. In that framework, right. what you just said, we've acquired, we've acquired, we've acquired, and only yeah. recently yeah. are we starting to see some of those fruits, and I hope that the, I hope Starfield is just the beginning of a it still lot doesn't of feel like enough, stuff. though, you know? Like, yeah, not yeah, enough exactly. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, so for, them to even, for them to even 
it's just a bad look to even talk about acquiring. Oh, it's a bad look because it's out. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like, we, we're not even utilizing stuff. what we have. Let's That's have it. more. You I mean, know, can you sound yes. more like Embracer yeah. Group when you talk when you talk like that. Like, come on, stop. It doesn't. Yeah, and sound they're showing their true I colors think. sooner than Microsoft has a chance to. Exactly. You know? like, yeah. So it is a super bad look. I th I also <clears> like, but I do like that. He acknowledged internally, although externally he stayed very positive. He loved our lineup. 2022 was amazing. Uh, but he said, apparently in his internal emails, we have a huge hole. We're in a huge hole with our games lineup for platform and Game Pass content in 2022. Like he, I, I think if I read the leak correctly, the wording correctly, it sounded like a pretty ticked off executive. Like, guys, where's our games this year? We got nothing. Mm, 2022, yeah. you pretty much did have... You had some small stuff that was pretty decent, but you had uh, overall grounded full release. Okay, I did. I did like how some people <laughs> were like, "See, they're even admitting they had a bad 2022." I go, "We all existed Everyone during that, that time. We yeah. all. What are you doing that, right now?" That was also. <laughs> this is an old talking point because they admitted in court in public documents in written. <laughs> statements and we oral are statements we are losing this battle yes. yeah. <laughs> it can so probably like, never catch up you know like, yeah. they said that <laughs> so imagine having to say that publicly of course behind the scenes he's going to be a little more angry about it um For understandably sure. yeah no i i agree um we also learned about this brooklyn console which is apparently supposed to be this digital only two terabytes of storage cylinder shaped xbox series x they're looking at the end of next year to release at the time when this was created. It looks like these might be 2020, 2021 presentation slides, uh, slideshows, um, 500 bucks seems steep. Now, when you look at the, their competitions, digital only version, I think is 400, right? You can get a PS5 yeah. for that two terabytes. Nice. though. two terabytes. Is yeah. Right prices are yeah. dropping. So I don't think you mm. could justify 500 now. That's yeah. true. But again, this is an old, like, here's our plan yeah, for yeah. this. So it absolutely could be a, a lower price, different price. I like that it's not a more powerful system. This. If this is what we're doing, this generation, I'm actually all about it. Like, like I don't want to play I think option. I think we are definitely getting more powerful stuff because they were already rumoring that, like, as pro. soon as... Yeah. I yeah, think so they'll, they'll probably keep a lot of what we've already seen with this leak and then just upgrade some internal hardware elements to make it be, like... Strong. Running out of time. As if, a if, if that doesn't come out till next year, and they're planning on their brand new system in 2028, yeah. it'd be weird to release a 0.5 version for like, yeah, here's right. here it is for a year That's or two. Point. There it is. You That's know. true. I, just, I, I think don't, I think don't... Sony's releasing one too, but um, uh, I, I don't, think we don't the know Xbox much about it yet, but... One X came out two years before before they uh, PS5 the and Xbox Series X came out. So two I I, right. I still think Maybe that three. I think we're gonna get either 2024 or 2025 we're going to get upgrades to ps5 xbox series x that are going to be those mid hardware yeah. switch upgrades. will be switch series 2 will y? be the next big new thing like seriously I, I really don't like this practice it's not my favorite well, i don't like they... it either because i want it you know every time they announce something like this i want it and it, it makes me go broke and i hate that uh, i just feel like we I... haven't even gotten like you know this is the first year we started getting like really good games or yeah whatever. where you're like, let's just ride, let's just ride this for a little bit you know like exactly i, I mean but, I get it. I did toys are always cool. You know, more powerful yeah. stuff is always welcome. But like, yeah. just in terms of, I'd rather you just do the full step than the half one. But you know, whatever. I, I no, like I, I, I would agree with you now. Like, if I didn't have a PC that was more powerful, powerful, I would be itching for give me more frames per second, give me yeah. more resolution. Now I'm like, no, 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 no. Keep everything on the consoles the same. 
I'll play what I want on PC. Your your um, uh, exclusives, I'm perfectly fine with what your hardware can do for your exclusives. I'd, yeah. I mean, would like it be cool to play Final Fantasy 16 at 60 frames per second at native 4K with ray tracing? Sure. If they can pull it off at a good, decent price. I don't think it's necessary. I think... I think what they're doing now is fine. You could totally, but they're in the business of making money and they do make money off those mid tier upgrades. So it would make sense. Mid tier, wait two or three, two or three years. We do a full release. Yeah. 8K, 120 frames per second. Reality, 4K, 60 frames per second. So we do have Mm -hmm. a Series S in the house. My son has one, Um, but we don't have a Series X. So if they did put out a, you know, digital only one, something like this. It, to me, it'd have to be 400 or less, but then I might go for it. It'd be nice to play some of their Game Pass stuff, switch back and forth. For right now, I'm tell you, PC for that. I love my PCs. I've talked about them a, a gazillion times. I am playing a lot of Starfield on my Xbox Series X. Um, and it's mainly because <clears> of my setup, and my PCs work on it fine or whatever. But my point is, is I would not be willing to do that if I felt like the version of Starfield on Series X was such a lesser version that I'm like, mm-hmm. the Switch Mortal Kombat. Disgusting. It's, it's the Switch yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. It, the native yeah. 4K looks great. The 30 frames that per second sharp, for man. this game is not like Redfall. It actually feels totally fine. I don't have any accuracy issues. Um, it's good. It it yeah. plays really well. It's a good yeah. version. And eyeball, like you know, eyeball still shots aside, like those those are so fleeting. You know, like the vistas and everything in that game looks so beautiful. So I yeah. actually like I like. Well, we'll get to Starfield. I do like the facial animations, even if when a, it's working. Yeah, even and if I, I don't shifts, get a lot of the eyeballs to be honest. They though. shift in and out of the animations a little bit weirdly, but uh, overall, when they're talking and they're expressing, I'm like, hey, that was pretty good. But then it'll shift back to some like uh, mm. neutral face sometimes in mm. a weird way. But like overall. It's on kind of feels like you're talking than... about animatronics for sure. Yeah, yes, yeah. and 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 when you play a game that has full mocap, it's gonna feel and look way better than yeah. this. But this is about as good as I've seen f- with no motion capture involved. So anyway, totally. Um, speaking of Bethesda, they've got some games in the works. Apparently, like Dishonored Three, Doom Year Zero, Ghostwire Tokyo <sighs> sequel, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, and Fallout Three remasters. I have uh, to pause at Ghostwire because I didn't know the first one did well enough for them to be like, guys. I, thought, I didn't think it sold well at all. We yeah, got to do another one. Maybe, maybe everyone played it on Game Pass. Maybe there was a surge of game. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm maybe sure. this was made before they knew how poorly it was going to sell. I don't know. Oh, when yeah, true. that's a true. good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These leaks were from across the last kind of year I or two. I don't think so. the, the like that high budget. So I, I, I think they probably made their money back on the first one. I wouldn't say it was I like believe that. I don't success. know if it was a runaway success, but yeah. Yeah, because now maybe they feel consoles, like they right? can they build off made a of, surge it, of money when it came to Xbox, I would imagine. Well, if enough I people play it, it's just another thing to be on Game Pass yeah. to be like, see, look how good Game Pass yeah. is. You know, so you know, you, yeah, you, like I, middle tier games I are played, they're necessary. Yeah. <clears throat> I played enough of it to say I like it. it. I didn't play enough of it to like it enough to beat it. Dan yeah. beat it. I, think he was the I, only I would one say it was. I think Dan played like like yeah. Dan beat it. Pro gamer. Well, he likes that's really okay. bad games, so. <laughs> and he's not here to defend himself, so that's just truth. We can't argue it. So it's actual fact. It's just fact. Yeah. Final Fantasy no VII remake is going to run at 30 frames per second. Year to your first. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. Rebirth, Everyone's going to be happy with it. It's going to be fine. 20, 25 um, frames per second. 
Digital was, Foundry well, will find but, that drop. But the other ones sound like the Oblivion and Fallout 3 remasters are pretty exciting. And That's Dishonored, very, very Dishonored exciting. 3 is a next gen Dishonored is going to be amazing. Like, yeah, I think I think that's the probably the biggest news because yeah, like that, yeah. that's been a dormant you well, know, franchise they, for a while. I hope back. they go, hey, Redfall was so good. We exactly. really should take what made Redfall really good and yeah, implement it in Dishonored. Right. I really hope they destroy one of my favorite franchises. I really hope I, they do I just that. hope Arcane can kind of get, you know what, go back and do what you're really good at. Make another Dishonored and yeah. focus on that. Um, although they have said publicly recently, no, we're going to keep working on Redfall till we get it right. I'm like, oh, that's... I really, think that, I really think the main team's moved on. We're probably talking about a little team. Yeah, I, I really think that because the guy, I would the hope head, so. head honcho of the Dishonored team, that guy was like, this game should never come out. <laughs> like I was, yeah. I had to sell you on stuff. Like I, I moved on. Do you guys um, think yeah. uh, Doom Year Zero is a new Doom game, like a sequel, like a yeah. continue or a remake of some kind? I think it's I a, really hope it has platforming. That's I hope really it's a new I game. I hope I it's know, just a man. platformer. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe it's great. a side scroller or something or a mobile game. <laughs> pixel art. It's pixel art. It's pixel yeah. art. Yeah. I don't know. About the remasters, though, for Oblivion and Fallout 3, like those are really great games. A lot of people love those games. I love those games, but I want, I hope they're like substantial remasters. If they just like, here yeah, it is, yeah. we upgraded it, it's, it's in 4K, it runs that. 30 frames or whatever, you know, like <laughs> I kind of need a little 60. more. I, I want some, you know, rough around the edges, yeah. quality you know, of like life. visual updates, quality of life stuff, you know, yeah. quality of life stuff for both of these games. because they're both yeah. earlier in Bethesda's career. So, right, right. Um, you know, so, you know, Skyrim like really mainlined a lot of like mechanics like Fallout 3 and mm. uh, Oblivion are still a little obtuse uh, in ways that people like. But like just you could you could do some I don't know, it could it could it use some quality of life stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I hope that that's just life. more than just like putting them out for a discounted price, and it's just they're kind of prettier, you know. I hope it's more than that. Yeah. <clears throat> and don't forget about Indiana Jones from Machine Games. I believe is working on that one. Uh, yeah. Isn't it? Machine game's games? totally real. Yes, yeah. that's right. Um, folks. They, yeah. according to these documents, they it seems like it's actually pretty close to releasing. So a 2024 game and the start that's of awesome. what they hope is a trilogy, which is interesting. They want that is interesting. I, I think that's so exciting. I that would kind of track for me with like, okay, they're probably going to want to wrap up Wolfenstein, BJ's story of Wolfenstein first. Well, Indiana Jones is going to come out first and then wrap up Wolf and like BJ's story and Wolfenstein. And move and on then, to I think they split into two teams. I think yeah. machine guns is right. You know what? You're right. I think, they did, they're big enough. I think they did grow to the point where they're like, we can just juggle two big Plus, IPs, right? They yeah. have Xbox money. Like that's one yeah, of the I, reasons I, why I think they I think, were on I think they throw Microsoft members thing. at that yeah. team. I think they throw a lot of money. I think they split up into an A and B team. That's the BJ yeah. team and the, you know, Indiana Jones team and boom, they you are, get, you get them both. They're really good at making well, at least Wolfenstein so far. Uh, I'm so curious what type of game indie's gonna be, man. Oh my if it's gosh! A, if, wouldn't it be weird if it's a first person shooter and like you're yeah, lassoing stuff like in first person? <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. Please, I'm just asking, please don't do that, please. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> just to just to be clear, it's a lasso simulator. Like I believe oh. you're a, t- a talented enough studio, you can pull that camera back and go third person. Please yes. do that. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be third person. I, I agree. Gorilla Games. Did it? You guys can do it too. So, all right, let's stay on uh, some Xbox stuff. Um, stuff being added to Game Pass. Oh yeah, Party Animals was added to Game Pass this week, along with Payday Three. Oh, on Game Pass, um, so to try and to next week we get Cocoon, and then Gotham Knights is coming on uh, August. I'm sorry, oh, cool. October third. Guys, go play nice. Gotham Knights if y'all skipped it. 
Yeah. Not y'all guys, on. but you guys that are listening. Yeah. It's totally, it's totally worth downloading and giving it a try. It's, it's yes. don't yeah. don't listen to so all the haters. Fun. It's a really, really solid game. Uh, and Lamplighters League October 3rd, too, which I think looks like a lot of fun as yeah. well. And then a whole bunch of stuff leaving on September 30th. The most notable ones I thought were things like Outriders and Proteus. Those are um, pretty well. Oh, so no one's going to play Outriders anymore because it's not free? <laughs> Sorry, I had uh, one more jab. That's the last jab. Sorry. <laughs> I just played it a couple I loved weeks it. ago. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? Stop it's that. such a fun game. <laughs> uh, Glenn Schofield, the co-creator of Dead Space, um, who famously started that studio, right, to build things like Callisto Protocol, he and other executives are leaving striking <laughs> distance. So that is rough. You have to. It's I mean, he invested so much money into it, and it was a failure. So he's got to yeah. go. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. That was a bummer. And Tokyo Game Show, of course, took place and kind of is wrapping up right now, taking place uh, over the last few days. whole lot of news coming out of there. Uh, anything specifically that you guys saw this week that you were pumped about? New game announcement, new game details, Rebirth. game trailer? Dragon's Dogma 2. Yeah, yeah Dragon's, Dragon's Dogma, Dogma 2. 2 got, people got hands-on time with that game as well. Um, and also the developers said that they were highly, highly, highly influenced by Grand Theft Auto V. So whatever wow. that means. That's not uh, what I want. Yeah, like yeah. There's like, going to be heist Rockstar. in caves. Yeah. Awesome. You're gonna we, go you know what? Heist, Screw it. Yeah. We put Trevor in the game. He's in the game now. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. Um, so whatever that game means. Game looks yeah, great. Like, it looks, it great. looks great. Everyone who got truly... their hands on time with it says that it's absolutely amazing. You know? Yeah. Did you see the screenshots? It looks like it's taken? just it Dragon, Dragon Dogma, and that's what I like. I like that they're sticking to the roots, but then also improving it. In the trailer, the it. guy throws an explosive barrel at a dam and washes away a giant ogre. I'm like, I'm in on this, dude. I'm so in on this. Like, I I also so liked uh, one of the videos I just watched tonight where uh, so so your pawns or whatever they they have knowledge of the world. So if you ask them to help, they'll like lead you on quests. So you don't have to go into the map and be like, where am I going? You just follow them. Yeah. Um, the the other thing is like the the IGN guy was like. Hey, you see that chest over there? I was trying to figure out how to get to it. It's high. It's too high up to jump. I can't climb or whatever. So he goes to one of his pawns. He asks the pawn to help. The pawn immediately runs around the corner, gets in a position like this, and he's like, "Okay, what's he doing?" He goes to the pawn, and the pawn lifts him and throws him over to the chest. Like that's type of yeah. stuff. I just I know that's it's amazing. like little and stupid, but it's so nah, freaking cool. Awesome. I'm like, I actually that's got up and freaking I got awesome. Up and These guys are alive. Uh, uh, the main character got taken away by a harpy. He was holding on and stabbing him. Kills the harpy. Drops. It's he's gonna die, but his pawn catches him. And I go, yes, <laughs> I yes, yeah. Like that's so cool. The pawns look so fun in this, and the pawns are the like seller for me in the last game too. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm that excited. That system Man. is so cool, and it really like that's the game. Like I always make fun of the journey reviews where it's like we were playing with other people. This game is freaking cool because it really encourages like for you to have like a bunch of friends playing the game because you can borrow their pawns and they can borrow you. And like, you are actually, they're not playing with you, but their characters playing with you. And I love that. It makes it a little less lonelier. Cause I'll be like, Hey man, your pawn stopped in my game the other day and uh, showed me a really cool secret. Cause they did that in the first game too, you know? So I love it. Freaking love it. Yeah. Great game. Um, Infinite Wealth had a great showing too. Um, what are you, the Dragon. Yakuza guy now, Jeff? What's going on here? You're going to bring up Yakuza? 
Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up to crap on it because it looks like garbage. Uh, there we go. Oh, okay. All right. I, knew there was, I knew there was a motive. Right. Japanese yeah. crap out of here. This is America. I don't care about any of this stuff. They're in America, America. now, though. They're, they're, it takes place all in Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii's fake re- America. Really Whatever. They're real. We took them fair and square. <laughs> hey, can we all we just say them. 2024 is going to be the year of the Segway? I think it's safe. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm so excited for all the Segways. Did, uh, you, yeah. did you see any of the gameplay with the Segway? Because it's so funny. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, it's so hilarious. Uh, I'm super glad that you're really interested in this one because you have a newfound love for turn-based and stuff like that. And this yeah. this being kind of a turn-based game and maybe hitting some zany notes that are interesting you. I well, think I love this, the, might, um, this might be one that you might the, actually really like. I guess it was just called Yakuza Like a Dragon. I, I loved that, the way that one played. And yeah. this one adding movement in the turns. Um, yeah, now uh, you have like a like sphere that you, you can manipulate where your character is standing yeah. and stuff like that now so yeah there's a little more that's freedom so rad. that's so rad uh, uh, that, that sounds cool and all the minigame zaniness that's still uh i remember uh, they summoned a, a crab and the crab like pinched some guy's nuts and it was awesome <laughs> um so game of the year guys <laughs> it's coming in january game of the so year true. in january january yeah <laughs> and i love the uh how they're like keeping that same zany and soap opery energy from Yakuza and bringing it to America and everybody in America is like, what the hell is going on over it? Like, yeah. like that's pretty much the vibe I'm getting is like all yeah. the, all the Hawaiians or tourists are like very confused uh, uh, by everything also, that's going on. Danny Trejo is the, is the main, like one of the main uh, leaders of the Barracuda clan or whatever. Oh, uh, cool. And he voices and like his likeness is that is guy's been play, 80 so. years old for 60 years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so know. That is the Seriously. oldest looking man I've ever seen. <laughs> he's, he's appropriately wrinkly in this yeah. yes. game. So, right, guys, there's a uh, there's a new Lord of the Rings game coming out, but it's not what you think. It looks like a cozy little like Hobbit life game. Yeah, they didn't uh, show any gameplay, but yeah, that was an announcement. Not. Yeah, it was like. I wonder what kind of like game it a, is. Um, I, I think it's going to be an indie game. Um, uh, like maybe even like a platforming type of. Which is they have, they have Is this an Embracer game or? No, it's it's a uh, Take Two's think... private division is publishing. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, and it's I'm still wet, not sure. I, I'm sure. Sure, I understand. I, I'm sh- still not sure. I understand how Embracer owns they probably Lord of the have, Rings, but they other probably, people are doing them. They can probably license out the IP. Okay. Them, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, or maybe they, they like, or it, maybe some games were made feed. like before that. Like I don't know. Maybe yeah. or or well, maybe, uh, maybe they just get money from it. Like the developer is actually the is actually the same company that did the cg and like all of the lord of the rings movies it's it's what a workshop is doing the game yeah um which is very interesting i don't remember them doing a lot of other games i think they did a planet of the apes one and it wasn't very good that was recent yeah. um so i don't know and don't forget there's a lord of the rings a new lord of the rings mmo also in the works um uh, that's apparently still in development but um, i thought it was an early access already i don't know i could be thinking of a different i one. know there's a lord of the rings online it's already a lord of the rings like, and it's awesome yeah it's so good yeah it's been going on strong for a long time now yeah it's probably <laughs> going to replace that one though that's what happened with star wars um the old republic which it's don't a, get me wrong i love that game but that replaced galaxies which i also which have galaxies galaxies was like a, the second life star wars version you know it like so it was fun. it was so good yeah but yeah. i kill yeah that one it killed died. the other for sure yeah yeah um valve has confirmed some uh, some of their sales so make sure you set your calendars to spend some money uh november 21st to 28th will be their big autumn sale and then starting the week of christmas december 21st running through january 4th is their major winter sale so really within 30 days of each other you'll have two major steam sales that'll hit um 
coming up this fall. So get ready to lose a whole bunch of money. Um, mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate 3, they're going to allow players to change their appearance. I didn't realize that was a thing you couldn't do, but I also am fine. My guy's got an awesome mustache, and he's a ranger, so he shoots a bow and arrow with his do mustache. Do people make characters and like in, into the game a little bit? They're like, I don't like how they look anymore. Like, I don't Maybe. think I've ever had that problem. I think I just make a character that I like to start with. You know what's happened to me once Same. in a creative character? I forget what game it was, but I made a character that ended up looking exactly like another main character. So like we looked oh, very similar. Yeah. yeah so little okay. things like that, maybe. Like, yeah, that would bother me. Okay. Or, yeah, or maybe like too. some games don't do the texture on a beard right. And I'm like, I got to get rid of this beard. My guy looks sure, weird. Yeah. Weird. I've had yeah. sometimes where like the lighting reflected off of beards weird. And I'm like, yes. oh, it makes, makes me look red haired. And I don't like that, you know? Yeah, pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Um, uh, okay, so I, speaking that. of yeah. uh, Baldur's yeah. Gate 3, there was that part of the uh, Xbox leak that you referenced earlier, um, and Larian actually replied to it. Uh, the oh, CEO the CEO of Larian was like, it's not just Xbox that underestimated. A lot of people doubted us. Yeah. Literally everybody did. <laughs> like, Sony can so, act like they knew it was going to be great. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was throwing lowballing them numbers and stuff to get. Well, the reason that Xbox, everyone thinks like, oh, look, they thought it wouldn't be good. No, they didn't. They just thought they could get it for five million compared to spending tens of millions for other games on Game Pass. So it's not like yeah. they thought mm-hmm. this is going to be bad. They just thought we won't have to spend a lot to get this on Game Pass. Like, and, but everyone turns that into, oh, Xbox is dumb. They thought this amazing game was going to be bad. No, no, they didn't. Yeah. Also, yeah. and he was nobody like, they... knew it would be this industry changing. No, no one knew right. that. No, they just, I expected it just to be kind of like a Divinity Original Sin 2 game. A very good a PC niche, RPG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a niche group of gamers really, really loved it, and they're very vocal about that's it. That's what I thought, too. But it didn't expand beyond that. Um, and I think that's even what uh, the the Larian, the CEO, was like, we just expected that. And even that's with that game, the, they, that's were under- they were undervalued. after was just that, yeah, you know? exactly. I, you know, I think they yeah. maybe thought, like, Dungeons & Dragons was going to bring some people in, but not the numbers that it ended right. up bringing in. So I only bring that up because I, I Sony's think... calm down. They, you know, Sony didn't have this uh, un- amazing foresight about the game. They just yeah. paid the right number. Like, I mean, that's all it was. Like, they didn't. Nobody really knew what it was going to do when it came out. Um, I was yeah, sorry. M- more interested in this one than the other games they released because the initial uh, trailer or whatever they showed off, it showed it. The presentation was a heck of a lot better. So I could already tell. I was blown away by that first CG trailer. Yeah, more epic, like, conversations and, like, just the facial animations, everything. And I know you guys make fun of me for bringing it up, but I immediately, just like Dan did, we were like, this is Dragon Age. So that's what intrigued me to make me kind of watch it more. And then when I actually played it, I didn't think I would like it because I was like, I don't play Dragon Age for this type of combat. I play, like, I love Inquisition, which is more faster pace. Like, you can play mm-hmm. it slower, but I play it faster It's Mass pace. Effect with swords, you know? Yeah. That's what it yes, <laughs> so I was not expecting this to love it much as much slower. as I did. Mm. But yeah, this the is combat was great, slower, but, the, but the, if you put, like, an average story with average decisions with that combat, no, I don't sing its praises. It's... It's the presentation and what they're doing with your choices and the character. That's to get to the next level. So that's where, they, yeah. to me, they went above and beyond is adding all of that together, putting it all in one package, yeah. which they had never done. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, um, Ubisoft finally has announced a new project, The Division 3. But it's <laughs> so early. Like they're, they're like, hey, we're building the team at Mass. So like, it's this is why, probably a yeah, why even game. say anything? I just don't un- like this is a well, next yeah, gen. I think game, they, you know I think I mean? they were getting the heat from like, well, Ubisoft's just where, not what they used you? to be, you know. Yeah. 
Well, uh, well so the like, we're doing team, stuff. We're doing um, Division Three, and th- right. someone's like, "Are we?" Yeah. The Division <laughs> team is doing that other game. Outlaws. Outlaws. Star Wars. Yes, Star oh, Wars yeah, Outlaws. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, well, we know they're busy with a great game. You don't have to. Yeah. You have yeah. to explain true. yourself. It's true. Uh, I like the division else. though, and I'll take a three, but like I need it to be a little. Uh, there needs to be a little more something new you know what i mean i don't yeah, want more yeah, yeah. i don't want more division i want more do, division uh, with like some new ideas I agree with you do what infinite infinite wealth did and put them in hawaii baby put them in hawaii yeah yeah, put them in hawaii. yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually make it more like infinite trash and uh do whatever that game's doing right you know we always like to do wordplay to turn things into garbage or bad or fail or trash and they did it for us so we don't have to they do any work um octopath traveler 2 coming to xbox consoles and pc um it sounds like it's not gonna be till early next year though so it'll, it will uh, happen out. that announcement i felt like was ramping up to be something bigger and they're like our partnership with square enix is so important and yeah. we brought you this and we brought you that I and we're so happy to bring to you and they're like Oct- uh, a game that came out you know way earlier this year is coming out next year for us <laughs> even though it's already out Pass. on everything else and I'm like, yeah i literally played and... on pc okay all right like if they were <laughs> yeah. saying it's coming to game it's pass cool. i'd be like okay it'll be a good game pass game for them to have because they just, put the like, first the amount the amount of like gravitas yeah. was announcing it with i was like oh are they bringing remake to like final fantasy 7 remake to xbox and it was yeah. like nothing like that there was no yeah. i thought that was the level of announcement he was trying to make well, and, uh, there are some other game, up like that other game pass stuff that i did miss um till just now phoenix right ace attorney trilogy is coming to game pass that's yeah. awesome those games those are, are cool fun. games man i yeah. like those little like explore the environment find the clues that way you can use them in the court case to say <laughs> to like yeah. objection like i don't know i liked those games, those games right, right. sidebar hearsay uh, <laughs> <laughs> rabble rabble those were those are some of my early ds games i really enjoyed those uh back on the ds uh like a dragon gaiden and ishin are coming to game pass whoa that's huge day one for gaiden, for gaiden yeah D- gaiden's day one. Oh my gosh yeah yeah and ishin i don't know what when that's coming saver, out but dude. that's huge guys that game is yeah so that's good. huge for me especially in that storm of new releases that week uh, or those those few weeks that it comes. Those out. are both later this year. Obviously, Gaiden will arrive November 9th, I think, is the release date. It'll hit Game yeah. Pass, and then Ishin. It didn't say when. It just says this year. It'll be on Game yeah. Pass. So yeah. that's cool. Already yeah. own it. Thanks, guys. God. Jeez. <laughs> <What a> <laughs> uh, this is. I don't want to. We don't have to sit there and talk about that sad news again. But Crystal Dynamics has laid off a whole bunch more people again. So Embracer Damn. just continues to suck. Um, yeah. So that just sounds bad for any. Any uh, Tomb Raider hopes you might have for a game anytime soon, at least. Um, that's just a bummer. That is a bummer. Well, they also, uh, Embracer owns the developer that made Myth Force, which we just talked about. We didn't play it or anything, but we just talked about it like last week that game came out. Mm. Uh, and they're like a few days after release, they're already laying people off in that studio. Like, well, it's just unbelievable. That's because you didn't play it, so you're part of the problem. Yeah, I know. None of us played it. It's, uh, Oops, sorry. We hate games, guys. No, I games. definitely played it. Sounds exactly like that's, my that. Sounds like a myth that you're forcing on us. That's what that is. <laughs> I'm forcing it for sure. <laughs> and uh, in honor of everybody, Dan, who's not here tonight, um, Netflix, their Onimusha anime got its first trailer, and yeah. he's um, in. Um, of course, several of us are big fans of that. But I'll put say it in his honor. I know he really loves it too, and he loves good anime too. So there you go. Um, I think it looks nice. Like the the uh, art style looks really good. The like um, 2000 mid 2000s rock song was so. Random. Um, I'll just say if, if Jean Renault's not in this anime, pass. Um, <laughs> okay. And that's an Onimusha three I'm reference that obviously none of y'all understood. <laughs> no, so. I'm not. <laughs> <Yeah, I know. laughs> Jean Renault needs to be if he. 
He's, he's not going to be in it right away. He'll be no, in season not. three no, that's no, no. never Th- coming. This seems like an Anamusha 1 story with Samanosuke. Uh, yeah. I think at least. Yeah, I can really tell from the trailer. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to see if there's anything else worth highlighting. A lot of this is just FTC Anamusha related. 3 is my favorite, by the way. Just so uh, same here. Uh, one of the greatest. All the way through. Okay. One of the greatest opening video uh, to any video the, game ever. No, and it's greatest. choreographed it's, by Donnie Yen. It's an amazing. I literally role. watch that one over. Me too. And I watch it once a year. Over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Donnie freaking Yen choreographed that entire. We're like, so good. We're it's one of the greatest Donnie openings ever. Yeah. I watch it once a year. Okay. It's, okay, buddy. Okay. <laughs> no, you, no, like I, I, you like it more no not that i like it more but like just uh just kidding the, the, you like it so much it's like it is it is on my like no, Rolodex of like stuck out like yeah. even back then when i wasn't like into is it 4k like it's just i was like what am i watching this is the greatest yeah. thing i've ever seen so i just kept watching and then it go, and then it steamrolls right into the paris like where like all the demons yeah. are coming into paris and just Dude, slaughtering french people it's so cool yeah so we want anamusha well you don't have to give us four but like just do something can you give us something? Yeah, please? I feel like I'm when like, they did the remaster and then no one that played it, test. that that kind of like that kissed it away. So we're done. Wrong. We're done with that series, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe with Netflix, maybe again, they're just like, let's dabble. Yeah. And hopefully I hope. Hey, you know what? We got Dragon Age, too, because Dragon Age, the anime on Netflix was such a hit. So or not Dragon Age, uh, Dragon's Dogma, excuse me. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason we got Dragon's Dogma, too. Yeah, everybody talks about that anime all the time. <laughs> yeah. It was the best anime, I think. That it was I ever think, made. Well, yeah, I mean, ever made. Yeah. she just kept showing her boobs to me, and there was absolutely no reason for her to do it. So it's easily <laughs> my fault. Something was arisen, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, well done. Oh, I was risen. That's called I was jizzing, too. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Now we're that's, doing that's, Mine was uh, subtle, yours was yeah, gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. guys. All right, I, uh, I think that's all I've got in terms of like. There's there's tons of trailers, so like if you want to catch up on a lot of the you know game updates and stuff, I was just trying to catch the higher level like announcements and, and oh things. Were uh, Unity backpedaled, but I think we all saw that coming last week. Yeah, what what so. exactly did they change? What was their um? The, it's still it's still just going to be a revenue sharing plan, which they currently do. But I think they're like uh, something at the rate at which they collect it is different. So ah. I I don't know, um, but it's not what. It's not the trust-breaking thing they did before, like where it was basically like every user that downloads you owe us money after a million downloads or whatever it is. Um, Yeah, they're not doing that anymore. Um, So it's basically just the same revenue-sharing thing they were doing where it's like a cut of the revenue, a cut of the sales. Um, But I think the number is higher because inflation or whatever made-up reason they said. Okay. There you go. Unity is trying to step back out of the mess that they yeah, made. Yeah, but the trust is broken. The developers are still going to be like, nah, People have already moved their projects to other engines. Like, it's yeah. already, yeah, it's yeah. too late. You know what engine is looking really good is that Resident Evil engine that we saw Dragon's Dogma 2 is using as well. Like, Capcom oh, man, should license man. that bad boy. Yeah, they, that they, yeah that's a, I know, you know what? I really like in-house engines. Like, it's cool Me too. that, uh, uh, what's the one that Star everyone uses now? What's the Unreal? Unreal. Unreal. Like, it's cool that it's so easy to make games on. It's cool that everyone can use it and stuff like that. But something really shines when you're playing Resident Evil or a Capcom game. It's running in that Resident Evil engine or the Fox engine back in the day before Kojima left and stuff like that. Like, these are uh, Horizons. What is that? The Luminous engine? I forget what that one's called. But, like, uh, the Horizons is really good. Death Stranding runs on that. You know, I just love proprietary engines, man. Ubisoft uses Frostbite. Does that sound right? Um, That Um, one is really good. I think Frostbite is uh, EA's. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That sounds, yeah. I just that's what all the battlefields run on. Battlefield. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yeah. 
Um, that one I'm not as impressed with, but you know, I, and that uh, one's always been problematic. But like, but I like that they have it. You know what I mean? I just I like that like games. Yeah. I don't know. It just I it, you can tell when something runs on Unreal. You know, it, it kind of just yeah. feels like an Unreal game. There's nothing wrong with that. The same but, thing like, with Unity, which kind of feels supports, special for me. I know they support mobile games too, but like, or, or they platform mobile games or whatever. But mm-hmm. like for me, it's it's mostly the indie games. And it's like you boot it up and it's a platformer that, you know, that uh, the Derek hates or something. And uh, <laughs> and it's like you immediately can tell like it's a unity. OK, all right. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, I'll give it eight out of ten for emotions or whatever. Derek uh, hates stairs because he has to, like, change platforms with every step. It's just the worst. It's just like I hate it. Platformers. Speaking of Resident Evil, I just bought the DLC for Resident Evil 4. So nice. I will probably play it, maybe beat it and talk about it on our next show. Nice. Yeah, it's right, a I'll short see. one. Um, yeah. All right. So as far as quick hit That's stuff goes, um, yeah. Dan's so not here. He was going to go first, but he's not here. And so we'll have him check in next time. Some of the quick hits I have, um, and it might not be the quickest hit when I talk about Starfield, but I'll, I'll just say I did watch a movie that both Kyle and Jeff recommended. Uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant hit Prime uh, this week. So my son and I watched it and loved it. It's just a great modern military film. Of course, Guy Ritchie. And my son kept saying like, the way he does like these quick zooms and stuff on the action is really cool. I was like, yeah, this is Guy Ritchie, buddy. Like, I, yeah. this is, I think, his first Guy Ritchie movie. And I was like, yeah, he just. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So he and he just. But you also kind of have to be like, okay, the next one you see is going to be nothing like. It's not. It's not this <laughs> is the weird. This is the yeah weird. This is so for him. straightforward. Yeah. Like this in, one uh, was very uh, vanilla for him. It's still a very good movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, very. But, like, yeah, very no, I love that he stepped outside of his own. Yeah. This felt more like to do something a little more, more like mainstream, a, but had his like I don't know his stink all over it. So felt more like a Wrath of Man was like a trial run for the Covenant because that movie is is a straightforward thriller as well. Okay, uh, with some editing in the storytelling where it's like you know past and yeah. present whatever. But the point is is that it is a straightforward thriller and and it's still very tense. Wrath of uh, Man rocks, dude. Yeah, yeah if you haven't seen that one. Great. That's a, if Jason that's a must. Statham is Jason Statham being so hard in that movie. That is a dude's dude movie, man. It like, is. It, it really in an is. era where we don't get a lot of like, oh, being a dude is cool. Like that. That's what that <laughs> that's movie cool is. One, is yeah. that like it's cool it's, to be? It's the kind right with like, dudes. You know, like that's I swear that. to God, there's at least six scenes where some he, somebody walks into a dark apartment and Jason Statham's sitting in the corner somewhere. Hello, took you a while to get here or whatever. Like it's that kind of movie where he's like he shows up everywhere, you know, like and he's just a badass. That's cool. A, I still a, want to see the one you talked about this year. The uh, Operation Fortune looks awesome. Fun. I like that yeah. one. Um, and I did really like The Gentleman, which was one of his. I other love products. The Gentleman. Love that it. Yeah, love that movie. Yeah, that's a great. movie. So anyway, so watch that. Loved it. Still waiting on that Gentleman TV show guy. Come on, man. Um, the Covenant was great. Jake Gyllenhaal, of course, is excellent. But the guy who played, uh, the co-star who played his opposite and blanking on his he name. He was awesome. We looked yeah. it up, but that guy he communicated a whole bunch of nonverbals that I thought were just excellent because he's a very um non-talkative very quiet character which is great totally fits the character he's trying to portray but there's a scene where jake gyllenhaal's character is just devastated and he's looking out in the distance and clearly having trouble holding it together and the guy's behind him and he starts to talk like two or three times but then just holds back because he doesn't really know what to say or doesn't want like it was just those that moment even my son son goes like dude that guy's really good i was like yeah Yeah, Yeah. great instincts uh and and it's that that quietness lends uh, also kind of like informs his intensity when there's a battle scene going on and he's got to be brutal and you just see like his eyes are just like it's all in his eyes man yeah it's just like i'm gonna do what i need to do to protect my family like and he is just like slicing throats and like he's just yeah that actor is just 
He's so great. Good. I hope he's in a lot more stuff now after yeah. this. I, I liked that movie a lot. And then uh, finished up Starfield, rolled the credits on it. I say finished it up. There's so much more game there that is still on the table. And at some point, maybe I'll go back and explore some more. I really want to. We Like we mentioned earlier, um, it's one of those games that you finish, but you know there's a lot left on the bone. And the yeah. new game plus is super unique. Uh, I won't spoil anything, but it's it's a very story-centric approach to New Game Plus, which I thought was great. I'm not saying it tells a story that's never been told before or is the best version of what it's trying, like the sci-fi story it's telling. I just thought it was really good, and I really I agree. cared about the characters. I loved the way it wrapped up. I love that they make you, who at first it seems super random. You're just some minor who I guess is important. But by the end, I did feel pretty important to this whole universe that they've got, and I really liked it. Um, and uh, I don't I won't say too much more about the story, but it's really cool. They give you great choices. There's, you know, companion related choices you make. Um, and then, of course, there's huge implication story choices that you make later on as well. And then there's like the lower level, smaller mission choices. Do you kill this guy? Let him live. Do you steal the money? Do you, you know, do you help the police officer? Like there's all kinds of choices throughout oh, the man. game that you make as well, which is really I'm great. already stressed out about the amount of choice in the game and I haven't played it that much. <laughs> And uh, I actually leveled up my persuasion skill relatively early, and you get oh, tons of okay. experience. Yeah, I maxed for, that out as quick as, as quick as I could. Yeah, you get tons of experience for con- talking your way out of conflict. Um, yeah, and and the That's combat's cool. fun. Like, I, it's not like I didn't want to fight, but it was almost its own separate challenge. Like, can I get out of this huge base of pirates without firing a single shot? Sometimes, Sometimes I, I like to talk them down Sometimes from a fight and then kill them anyways. Kill so them I anyway. got double totally experience. Could. I got, totally got the experience for fire. completing yeah. the persuasion check, and then I murdered everybody. So I got so that experience. So you're basically an asshole. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Um, and Kyle, you talked about how you had this run, and I've heard so others funny. talk about this, how this old lady will hail you when you arrive to a certain like uh, area. And I think it's random. And she'll have you come on her ship and like have tea with you or something like. Yeah, she's an old lady. She's like, I made soup. Uh, you hungry? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. So I dock my ship with her and I get off and she's sitting right there, like, hey, honey, come on over, let's eat some soup. And, and you just kind of chit chat for a second and then leave. Yeah. I've That's jumped the to whole so experience. many. I've jumped to so huh. many systems. Uh, I don't love the mapping. I think that game needs a major map overhaul. Like I understand what they're doing, even with the star level map where like I can't tell the depth and distance between things. It's just yeah. that that's not done super well. And of course, their city map, we've talked about that. If they yep. add that, then that's a huge, I, I think. I try to do everything out of the map as much as I can. Same so here. yeah, I just I just click the, you know, on the HUD. Yeah, and just like, let's just go there real quick. Right. That's better, but I agree with everything you're saying. Those yeah, are the little nitpicks I was talking yeah. about when I'm like, when people say that they don't like that stuff, I'm like, yeah, I get it. It is obtuse and weird. So they even directly acknowledge, like, hey, the town maps, we hear you, and we're gonna work on that. Like, I, I understand. You know, remember, Skyrim like got updates over the course of years. You know what I mean? So like, we're getting yeah. like this version that you're playing right now, like. Tim, if it, if it interests you enough, like in two years from now, if you're like, you know what, I'll, let me go back and do that new game plus real quick. Suddenly yeah. there's going to be kill cams, you know, for all those cool shots that you do. Gonna like Skyrim like got later. It's going to get all these like really and mods. Awesome Think about all the mods that will be officially. Oh, they're going to integrate mods. They're going to bring those to the that. console. You don't have to wait for that stuff because you're on PC, you know, so it's like you're man. Yeah, th- th- these you're I've just looked up this, this journey's just beginning for all of us, you know, so some of the yeah. mods out there are already so awesome and so i'm really excited for when those things really get rolling um so but i dude i love my time with it um i i was i did start the new game plus and made a few kind of you have decisions right out of the gate to make once you start new game plus just because of the nature of of how they put you into that new game plus you have to make decisions right away 
And uh, I just thought it was really cool. I liked the way they did it. Like, I really do. I thought everyone's given Bethesda a lot of crap about this game. And some people are saying the story, just just fly through the story. It's forgettable. It's whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I really hate when someone plays something as amazing and earth, you know, kind of earth shattering, industry changing as Baldur's Gate 3. And then they immediately go like, well, this game's not doing the same exact things that's doing. Like, yeah, games like Baldur's Gate 3 come out like once a generation. So, I'm, um, you know, even though we've kind of gotten a couple already this, but exactly. Uh, I mean, it's but usually to, that's the case. It's possible to play through like The Witcher 3, for example, when that first came out and still think other games from 2015 were a blast and did a really good job. Even The Witcher yeah. 3 does certain things that no other games. Yeah, but The Witcher 3 didn't have combat like Bloodborne, so it's not very <laughs> that's good. That's true. Thanks. I forgot about the Thanks. I that. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just so saying. anyway, I I really really love the this game. I I thought it was fantastic, and um, outside of a few nitpicks that I know are going to be fixed, to me it's it's very much in the running on my game of the year list. I don't I know just, where it's I'm gonna not going to play until there's fishing, so I'm out. <laughs> and I'll put fishing in. I'm out. Just go play Sea of Stars for that, man. There's like no ponds you can go into. <laughs> I know I do like the fishing in that game. By the way, I like it a lot actually. But I I there are some <laughs> fish that like I'll get to it. <laughs> I did uh I did have a moment towards the end where you have to be able to jump use your grav jump to go a certain distance, certain number of light years, and mm-hmm. my your starter ship certainly can't do it. Um the ship I got through I got a couple of ships through quests that couldn't do it, but there was one that I got through that mantis quest that I haven't really used just because the cargo space is really small and I didn't I was like, this is a cool ship, but I'm not gonna use it. I have better ships. That's the one that had a huge jump distance built into it already. So I <clears throat> Didn't have to go buy a bunch of upgrades, buy a new ship, or nice. increase my air astro. What is it? There's some kind of astrodynamics or astrophysics. Aer- aerod- aerodynamics or something like that. Some, or some, astrodynamics. Some kind of skill yeah, yeah. that you can increase your grav jump uh, distance. Was that and for the that, side mission project, Star Seed or whatever? No, this was for like the final. Uh, okay. Do you know what mission I'm talking about? The side quest, Project Star Scene. Yeah, yeah. I want to. We're gonna we're gonna sidebar talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) that's that's my that's my favorite side quest in a video game in a very long time. Dude, Uh, it did bug for me, so I couldn't finish it, but I got it. I got what they were doing. So, (laughs) I haven't done much of the outpost stuff. I know Dan said Tim, this is kind of like Valheim in space. Eh, not really. Like, I don't think the building mechanics are amazing. Um, and I don't know if the UI is going to be improved in updates or if it's just a thing where I would need to just sit down and, and I work think it on will. It. I think the settlement stuff in Fallout 4 got tweaks and stuff like that over the years. So yeah. it might get a little more streamlined, but like that stuff is pretty like I haven't touched it at all. And I don't know if I ever will. But like it is a good moneymaker if like uh, yeah. you, you're kind of starting. Uh, hey, I'm going to really buckle down on this save and this is going to be my main save or whatever. That's why um, I didn't do it because I had so much money. Like I, I just I had. Tons yeah, same. Of money. Well, and I don't want to, like, make a whole bunch of outposts and stuff like that in one game. Because like, that stuff doesn't carry over to the new game plus. Mm-hmm. Your weapons don't carry over. Your money nothing doesn't carry over. Like, nothing carries over. Again, there's so a it's reason like, for that. If you're yeah. just moving to the next, you know, the next game or whatever, like, I don't want to leave behind, like, yeah. 40 hours worth of outpost building. <laughs> you know, that'd yeah. make me mad. Yep. Yep. So, all right. Well, that's all that I did. I, I played a ton of Starfield this week. Uh, and I, like I mentioned, I moved on to Witchfire and Liza P. Still playing Tears of the Kingdom. Uh here and there i'm trying to get the master sword now i'm starting the master sword uh quest line i'm excited for that oh it's so good um yeah that's pretty much it for me what about you kyle i know you were talking about starfield a little bit you've been playing some I, of that yeah i i and that's all i was really playing so i'm not going to have much to say other than i was playing starfield as well i'm still really enjoying it i think that game is absolutely outstanding uh so um you know i'm i'm hoping gonna beat that soon but i am i am beating everything this run through so every Are faction you? i'm gonna go through 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch the main quest uh, the last because I'm on the last two missions I think okay. um, until I beat all the faction stuff. So I have all the corpo stuff I need to do with all the espionage, and then I have the rest of the pirate mission that I'm in the middle of right now. I and never did I'm, finish the pirate one, but I liked what I played of that. I never did finish it though. That's everyone's like you know when when you see best side quests in the game or whatever like list like that's at the top. So yeah. I want I want to see that one through. I've liked what I've been through so far. There's some really cool lore stuff where it's like you learn about the origins of the pirates, and this is not a spoiler. It's all part of the lore of the game uh, are from a planet. And when there was a giant jailbreak down there, they took shuttles up to the space station where all like the Marines were that were watching that planet and just took that over too and killed all the Marines. That's where they and, got like, all their gear. Now they, now stuff. they operate up there with like all the Marine gear and all these like high, t- that's, that's are why you talking about the faction. crimson red. Yeah. Pirate. Yeah. The crimson. Okay, yeah. Those are the space now. pirates. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like that, that, all that lore again, like that's the stuff I take away the most from Starfield is just that, uh, boy, they really, really crafted multiple, not just worlds here, but like a whole universe, you know, in terms yeah. of, uh, you know, um, cool background stories and stuff that like that. That sounds like a really good seven out of 10 game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might I mean, be the best seven out of 10 game a, ever. There's a main because story of the line. pirates, I would give it an extra one. So it's, it's probably <laughs> it's an eight. eight. It's an eight. It's a, a, there you go. There is a quest line. It's part of the main quests that you have to get. You're collecting these artifacts. That's part of the main storyline. You're trying to you're trying to figure out what these artifacts are, and you're trying to collect them. And there's one that you're trying to get from this guy who's essentially like the collector from the Marvel universe. Yes, I love this. And yeah. I, that whole storyline was so great. And he's on this absolutely massive ship with tons of mercenaries that he's hired. So that yeah. that mission can go super ugly. And it also can go in a super funny way, where like you essentially get him to the point of death, and he'll he'll like beg for his life and you can kill him if you want and then fight your way out through dozens and dozens of, of enemies. Or you can say you can spare his life, but threaten him and he'll tell everyone stand down. And as you're walking out, the pirates can't fight you because they're the guy who their boss said, don't attack him. So you get what you need and you're walking through this massive ship with pirates and they're all just kind of growling at you like, get out of here. You already won. Like they all want to attack you, but they can't. Yeah. Little things like that where a persuasion and your choice that you made totally changes what that, that could have been a firefight that took, Forever. Actually, and I had other, I had other missions where 80 I dudes on that ship. <laughs> I had other missions where I it was a side mission where I attacked and I fought through a massive kind of castle looking yeah. ship, and uh, that's just the way it went. And I kind of I tried not to reload and redo too much. I want sometimes I did. I'll be honest, but for the most part, I tried to like let me just play this out. Like if I failed mm-hmm. a persuasion or if I said the wrong thing and pissed them off and they attacked me, let's just roll with it. And that's just what happened in my game. So. Anyway, that's how I'm playing it. And I actually I did do that mission recently and mine played out differently than yours. So when I originally did it, I did persuade him to like show me the artifact or whatever, but he was unwilling to give it to me. So I didn't know how to handle it. So I ended up just killing him and taking it. Oh, first I stole it, but like stole it in front of him. So stupid. So I just was like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, I'm going to take it. So I took it. And then he gets pissed. Everybody turned on me. And so I was doing my typical Derek way. Let's just run and gun. Well, I didn't realize, like, there were level 28, level there 30. There strong enemies in there, yeah. Strong enemies yeah. just flinging grenades nonstop. <laughs> so I'm on fire. I'm like, Enclosed I can't, space. I, you can't run yeah. away, really. So yeah. I'm, I literally died. So then I'm like, okay, so I got to figure out a different strategy. Um so I knew where his key was, so I ended up stealing his key, stealing the artifact, and then I only had to kill, like, two guys in that back area, two or three guys in that back area where the artifact was, and then I went to, like, you walk out and you walk to the left, I saw a wall that you can cut it, 
So you can use yeah. your cutter and cut the wall out. So I cut the wall out and I walk through and I basically takes me to my ship. And all I have to do is fight the intro characters that That's talk awesome. to you when you first yeah. get on the ship. I had no and idea then, you could do that. Yeah. yeah so I did that. That's and then so when cool. I flew away, obviously they knew I stole it. So they started shooting on my ship. So I had to grab out of there. But it was a very, that was the point in the game where I was like, let me say this, because this was tossed around a lot where it's like, the game gets good after you play it a gazillion hours. Um, but the game was already good from the very beginning. But these type of moments is what I think reviewers were trying to stress that maybe was getting taken out of context where it's like, but once you experience something like this, this is when the game really gets good. To great, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it goes from maybe you are feeling like it's a seven or an eight to now it's like, no, that type of experience is why I play these games. Mm. Like, that's why I love Fallout. I can't think of all the memories of it, but all the Fallout games I play, that's the stuff I remember making yeah. choices and my outcomes being completely different from everybody else's, which obviously I praise Baldur's Gate for. And no, this game is, for me, it's not doing it even close to the feelings I felt with Baldur's Gate. But it was created at the same time, so I don't hold it to those standards. I can't say, guys, you saw what Baldur's Gate did. Why aren't you doing it at that level? They're still creating something amazing. And like what Kyle was saying, this is a huge universe. So this is even actually bigger than Boulder's Gate. So Boulder's Gate is, to me, it's more dense. And the decisions yeah. are more impactful for a smaller group. Starfield's trying to create an entire universe with several different factions, several different characters. Well, so it's like you're, you're playing different sci-fi stories. Like when you're doing yeah. the freelance, like that's a cowboy space western, you know, sci-fi story. But then you immediately go over and do the UC yeah. stuff. Now we're in a starship trooper propaganda fascist, you know, <laughs> sci-fi story. You know what yeah. I mean? Then you switch over to the pirates. And now you're in like a firefly space pirate space adventure you know, serenity type of sci-fi, you know? right? You can smuggle you're getting, stuff in your Yeah, ship, yeah. You're, so you're getting all the flavors, you know what I mean? And, yeah. like, you just pick a direction and go, this is the yeah, type of sci-fi I like, and just dig your heels in and stick with it, you know? Digging the pirates situation, I won't spoil it, because I think it's something, the way I was... First of all, I was, like, I was just kind of thrown into it. I was trying to get away from these people. I didn't know what the heck was going on, but the game kept like bothering me. Like I would get grabbed, grab, I would grab, grab, grab out of the situation. And finally they were like, you don't have time to grab. We're just going to grab you. And then they put me in this situation and then I'm in this storyline and I'm like, I want to, it was so engaging. I was like, I want to stay here. So now I've mm. stopped doing all my progress for the, main story which was also getting intense because i'm already and more than halfway more more through intense, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm more halfway through and something happened to a lot of the characters um that i had been you know working with and stuff like that so i'm pausing that because of how good this is and then yeah. i do plan on doing the cowboy stuff because i had already started it but i want to go further into that so there's a done a ton of different stories, different things that I want to explore out. And then I'll finally mainline the campaign. And then I always return to Bethesda games to just 
have fun with them later. You Same. Know? So, yeah. so if, Derek, if there's I think a story you're, you're that's a new Game Plus guy, I think you're gonna like this approach. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not this the best is, this, is this, like this type of new Game Plus is built for someone like you who likes those types of uh, modes. For like sure. I love yeah. love replaying games. So yeah, this <laughs> is uh, this has been. Uh, I already talked about Liza P. I, I know it wasn't probably my turn, but since it had to do with your story, I'll just butt in. My quick hits are. I beat Liza P. I already talked about that, but it, I immediately after I started New Game Plus and Liza P. and got I think it's stuck. I just hit the the third boss and I was like, well, do you want to really like beat your head over this or do you want to finish another game? And that's where mentally I was like, let's just go to Star Starfield. So that's now my main, um, which is allowing me to like really dive into it and really embrace what it is. Because yeah. now it's not a side game. It's been since its release. It's been a side game for me. It's hard. It's uh, hard for Bethesda game to exist as a side game for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a very and intrusive. I still enjoyed game. it, <laughs> but I think it's more fun now that I can really throw myself into it. It wants to be your only game. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's a really good game. I'm enjoying it. Um, I definitely plan on. To a certain extent, I am gonna. I'm not gonna say rush it, but I am gonna get to a point where I'm like, I need to main it because. October's coming, and I want to be able to focus on the big games that I'm yeah. super stoked for in October. But yeah, Starfield is a great game. I'm really enjoying it. This year, we've said it a gazillion times, but I really am. I'm not just saying it. I'm blown away by the experiences we're getting. I'm a, I've been I'm gaming agree, for yeah. 38 years. You know, and I'm only 38 years old now, but um, <laughs> I've been gaming for 38 years and I have never experienced what we're experiencing now. And even at the level of what these games are, yeah, there's been other doing. years that are close, but this is this is just different. This, this year's just been different. Is, yeah. if, by the way, if, if anybody uh, asks, like, what's the greatest year in gaming? This is going to be my year for a while. When you're playing Starfield, I don't recommend looting everything but just hover over them and you can quickly grab the ammo and healing stuff that they have that'll usually show up first on a little list then move on and you won't encumber yourself too quickly and that yeah. stuff weighs like nothing so i just yeah I you only want to grab everything ammo. at the very beginning to get those credits but like soon Early like on. you're making good credits so you don't need to sell forks you know what i mean well like... some of those things they give you like one credit when you sell yeah, it right. and, oh. and it took up like a pound and you're Inventory. Yeah. Like, I keep right, I'm stealing stuff and forgetting that I have it, and then yeah, I go a, back to UC even. and they're like mm -hmm. scanning me and they're like, "You got going contraband, buddy!" Like, Damn yeah. it! By the way, there's dude. two like uh, endless weight things. There's one in the basement of the lodge. There's a little box there, and you can put infinite number of things in that. I it's put up my resources there. Yeah, because you're doing your resource or your research stations right there. So that mm -hmm. makes sense. And then on your mm -hmm. on your in your room, there's a safe that has infinite. I put all my favorite guns or guns I'm not selling. Guns and ammo. Not selling. Or uh, I'm yeah. sorry, armor maybe too, like your suits or something. That's what I put all my yep. all my NBCs have a bunch of random guns. I'm like, well, I'm unwilling to sell this. Take this. I'm not using it right now. But that's the other thing that's kind of hooking me is I'm starting to get better weapons and. Yeah. Like I love lean that. into I, mods, guys, because yeah. like I, I and Skyrim and Oblivion and, and Fallout, they're all like this too. Where it's like if if you lean into crafting your own weapons or making your own mods for weapons, like you do in this game, you will be rewarded. I'm killing yeah. level 98 guys in one shot with my shotgun right now, my double barrel shotgun, and yeah. like I'm level 40. Like I'm not, you know, and I am yeah. just blowing through like over lean into it guy like that's yeah. the power fantasy that exists with just the inside unlocked the like a real because i my main my main 
thing that I'm unlocking with my skill points is shotguns. So mm-hmm. I get a lot Shotguns of added the bonus. Game, yeah. And then I am getting a ton of, like, I just got a really, really good shotgun. And now I just unlocked a, from a story mission, I got a, like a legendary, I think it was a revolt. No, it's a, it's a, it's like a pistol, but it's like high end. Like you can tell by the look of it. It's not like a little pea shooter. No. Um, but yeah, those type of things. Like I like pulling up my character and I'm like legendary, legendary. Le- yeah, I love all that stuff. So, so I do recommend that's... for your companion, give them and make sure you equip for them a really good weapon. And all you have to do is yes. give them like one ammo Freaking of that thing. Sarah, yeah. Sarah kept, I think it's a bug. I would go in there and I'd tell her to use this weapon and she'd pull out the little pea shooting She has cutter. to have ammo for it. You have to make sure she has ammo for it in her inventory, yeah. otherwise she can't use it. Oh, okay, maybe that you, And like you said, you only need to just, put like one. Just and put that's one enough. in there. You don't yeah. have to give her all your ammo. Just give her one and she'll have mm-hmm. infinite ammo. And what I've been using is I give my uh, companion this arc welder. I found like this legendary arc welder tool, which just shoots this beam electricity like nonstop. And you just give him a little bit of the ammo and it goes. That's awesome at stunning enemies, like knocks them down. It's good against robots because you have a lot of like security systems coming at you and turrets. So like there are times when I'll just hide and heal and reload and she just kills three or four things for me because that thing is so freaking overpowered. So I use and I don't really like using I've tried. I didn't really like the way it felt to use that particular weapon. But anyway, I gave it to my to my uh companion and same thing with uh gear. Make sure you give them helmets and equip yeah. them with yeah, really powerful yeah. suits and all that stuff. Um, man. Treat your companions well. Yeah. What a great game. Uh, all right. So Kyle and Derek, was that all you guys have? Yeah, that's, that's all for me. Yeah. And then so Jeff, what about you? I know you're. Uh, you, did you finish Sea of Stars yet? I'm on the last level. I'm doing cleanup before the last level. Okay. Uh, so you guys won't know this in the first like eight hours of the game, maybe, but <laughs> uh, eventually the game opens way the hell up. So. I am at a point now where I'm able to zip around maps and oh, that's awesome. Go to places that I couldn't get to before. Um, so I'm just doing totally optional stuff it's like a tr- optional it's a bosses. It's true old school RPG. Like, it really yeah, is. Yeah. It opens yeah. way up. Like once that's you get like, a ship, that's it's like, like SNES what? era one yeah. one for sure. That's Chrono yeah, Trigger, man. So All of a sudden, cool. you get this ship <laughs> exactly, that you can time yeah. travel and fly everywhere. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's so rad. And um, yeah, I'm doing like optional like puzzly areas. Which, okay. uh, there was one, I was just, eventually you unlock an ability, and I think you might have all been at this place. Have you guys been at the level where you do wind-related stuff? Yeah. Yeah, where you okay. push those big green blocks? Yeah. Yeah. You get, like, a wind ability or whatever. Oh, I just, I think I'm just there, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, but there's, like, a puzzle, it's totally optional, and you can't get it until way later in the game. Um, you can't get to it until later in the game. But, like, there's one puzzle where it's, like, a bunch of beams, and... <laughs> And if you step on a platform, it ignites the beams and you have to line them up a certain way. But the only way you can get them lined up is by just, you know, air wind throwing, yeah. air pushing boxes. Yeah. And oh, my God, dude, I was doing this puzzle for an hour. Like, I, I refuse to look it up because it, I know that it was easy. I It was my brain complicating it because the the angles of the certain corners were like just frustrating in a way that you can't just shove the boxes where you want to. You have to like kind of shove them here first and then shove them down there and then shove them down there and then shove another box in its way and then shove another box in that way. And like, it's just like, oh my God, dude, what it's am like I It's like a doing? mobile game. You got to just shift the boxes. Yeah, left and yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It was, it, that's what it felt like. Um, I figured it out, but it was just like, I'm not looking up a guide for this. Uh, <laughs> I um, refuse. But yeah, I am literally on the last level and they tell you like, you don't even go to the last level yet and they tell you right away, like you're, 
you're at the last level. Go do, do stuff. They kind of tell you to clear things up before you head yes. head over here. Okay. They say you've unlocked this ability, and go do stuff. Otherwise, you're gonna beat the game. Um, anyway, I like when a game um, does that when they give you a yeah, lot of stuff, like, point of no return gonna, warning. Things are gonna change. And there are, there are a couple. But do you fish. get I that in real like, life? It's not real life. So. You don't get that in real life. No. Uh, there are like three or four fish that I tried to get that like were couple of them i just couldn't find them in the water you, so you can see the shadows of the fish and and yeah. some of them i just could not identify which one were the ones i couldn't i didn't catch yet so a couple of them i just didn't i couldn't find them um and the others were just like doing this the whole time and no matter what i did i could not control them i couldn't get them to jump up out of the air so i could stun them and then reel them in um i couldn't figure it out so fishing has been like I guess I'm not going to get like a whatever the Xbox equivalent of a platinum is for this one because I can't get all the fish. Um, it's just like 100%. It. They don't give you any kind of special. Oh, yay. well, then I don't even want it. All right. Uh, <laughs> but that's the only the game I've been uh, playing uh, other than the ones that I already mentioned. Um, and I, I just I really want to jump into Cyberpunk so bad. Um, I need to do a Nomad run like really bad. I'll just that, start. That was my first run. And started it was over. so awesome. You know, I, like I think that's what I started with on GOG. Maybe I'll do that again. I'm not really sure. Corpo really was my uh, the one I beat at launch on like PC. That one? Oh, I and I love Corpo. that one. Uh, Corpo has the best start, I think. I think so too. Yeah, because okay. I like Street Kids your boss so far with that. Kind of uh, Street Kids my favorite run so far because yeah. like I just like how like knowledgeable like you are about Night City the uh, entire game. You're like, yeah, well, that's just how the Maelstrom are, you know? Yeah, like yeah. you're really dialed into everything as the Street Kids. So that's probably my yeah, favorite. Yeah, Corpo but... is very out of touch and tries to talk Corpo at everybody. Yeah, but I yeah, also I think like if, if you're move. RPing in your head, like Johnny hates yeah. Corpo, so you being a Corpo and like y'all having to share the same body, there's some there's some interesting dialogue. Oh yeah, good point. It definitely is. Um, and Nomad's just good because it's fish out of water. You're like, God, Night City's so weird, man. It's so much easier yeah. out in the Badlands, you know? So, yeah. like, they all offer cool... I picked that cool. kind of personality for Starfield. My guy's, like, a long hauler as his background, and he's, like... He kind of just likes to be on his own, do his own thing, you know? And so, like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I lean towards that type of character anyway. That's why I picked yeah. Nomad. Nomad's good, yeah. yeah. Nomad was my first one, and I felt it, it was really good because, like, you don't know Night City. Your character doesn't either. So it yeah. acts as a good introduction. Like you literally drive in and see Night City for the first time as your character. Yeah, I've done the intro. And, I, and it's as your uh, first run. Like it feels yeah. nice, you know, to kind of be introduced to the city as a That's new cool. person to playing the game. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I Nomad is just one that always intrigued me. I think that's the one that everybody's favorite uh, video game personality Alana is in too. So uh, obviously I have to do it because uh, she's everybody's. Favorite. Oh yeah, her character is in the game. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, drawn weird, but you know that's. I don't think they did mocap, so yeah, it's part yeah, of it. You know, uh, whatever. But whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> but, um they might have. Uh, I don't think they did. I don't know. Anyway, um, movies, movie-wise, I did see this is a new movie. I forgot to put it in notes, but uh, I saw Dumb Money, which is about. I guess it's about gaming, technically. Uh, but <laughs> that Paul Dano was in that one. Yeah, Paul Dano, Seth Rogen, Sebastian Stan, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio, Nick Offerman, uh, Shailene it Woodley. Looks really funny. Dane, Dane DeHaan. Isn't Nick favorite, Offerman like the uh, Norm, corporate like uh, trader Harry guy? Osborne. Is Nick Offerman like the villainous trade trader? Uh, he's a hedge fund manager. Hedge fund yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like ticked he's, off. He's worth like billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and Vincent D'Onofrio is the other one, and Seth Rogen is the one that's like at millions of dollars. He runs. He manages a hedge fund. Um, okay. So like he's kind of leaning on Vincent D'Onofrio and Nick Offerman the whole time as the GameStop craze is going on in the stock market and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, Paul Dano plays that YouTuber, uh, I, something Kitty, Roaring Kitty, uh, I think. 
is his YouTuber name. And he kind of started small, and the movie covers this, where, like, it wasn't until GameStop people started actually buying GameStop stocks at such a low price that they started taking him seriously, mainly for memes, because he the only reason that he bought it was, like, I just like the stock, guys. I don't know what to tell you. And he even said that in his testimony to Congress. He was like, I like the stock. And, like, you know, <laughs> and everybody on Reddit flipped out about it. Uh, but... um when they recognized what he was doing and how much money he was making, because he was at the ground level, that's when people started buying as well uh, at really low prices um, for stock. I mean, you know, if you if you if you're getting stock at like a hundred something dollars, that's pretty low, um, and that's the whole thing of what a short squeeze is: is you're buying low, but like if everybody buys low, then the stock skyrockets and your returns come back by like. <laughs> 300 percent like you you get like an insane increase in money like the guy who started this whole trend walked away with like 114 million dollars so i mean and he started with like a hundred dollars and then and then eventually you just keep buying in like to right. you know up your rate and stuff like that so be, at some point it comes becomes like gambling um especially for retail oh, what they call it's absolutely uh, gambling yeah yeah especially it's for just, what it's they just call gambling. like uh, retail uh they call retail investors like the the ones that are um retail traders the ones that are on robin hood just regular Joe Schmoes yeah. that are just, you know, just nurses, college kids. Say yes or no. And yes. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the, that's where the phrase dumb money comes from. Investors are talking. Wall Street's talking about us. Idiots. Dumb, right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> um, so like I learned a lot about the about all that jargon in this movie. Um, and, and on top of that, there's some funny moments, too. Like we're um, it, it's more casually funny moments, though. Um You've seen this type of story told before if you've seen The Big Short. Um, I think The Big Short is better, but uh, this one, I just needed to know how it worked. When I went into this movie, I knew GameStop, the stock, GME, like something happened with it. I, I know that people were investing and a lot of people walked away with a lot of money. Um, well, a lot of regular the, the people. Big, yeah, I was going to say like the big hedge fund people were ticked off at this whole yes. thing. Yes, yeah, and, they, and, and, and this whole time we're told by people that are older than us that know anything about money well you should look into investing and then what happened regular people invested and the market wall street people who control the market got mad and shut it off that's what happened that's technically what so happened stupid i know it's insane. this movie does look good though i saw a trailer for it i good. really want to watch it it'll so make when your it's blood on, boil for sure because yeah you know when it hits like prime or netflix or whatever it ends up landing on i will definitely watch this yeah uh, i hope it does end up on a streaming service i feel like it'll it'll thrive there because in the theaters during a strike is just not there weren't that many people in the theater you I think know the like, first uh trade kind of whatever market movie i saw was wasn't boiler room in that setting i know it was in a big business setting i feel like boiler I've, room was i've never seen that one that I, was a vin that was a vin diesel joint vin of. diesel i know he was in that movie was i like that movie, in that one or is that yeah, something else? i think so giovanni ribisi was in there too yeah oh okay Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that was a. I thought that was just an action thriller it, it, for some reason. No, it's it, it might be more like business than just market and trading and stuff. But it okay. certainly had to do with like quickly propping up a corporation and then yeah, everyone See, makes I, a ton of money and I tend to like movies like this, but only if they're able to speak my language. Like, I mean, this one I was able to kind of comp interpret what they're saying, like and understand it and do the math in my head and figure out what a short squeeze was and stuff. And and there's another movie that's like called I think it's um. Gosh, it's about Enron. I don't remember the name of the movie, um, but there's a lot. It's a it's another ensemble cast. I had no clue what they were saying the whole movie, and I was like, "Why did they fail?" Like by the end of it, I was like confused. So um, some of them sometimes it doesn't always work, but this one I feel like translates well, especially because it's got like that great cast. Um, 
But anyway, uh, there's another new movie on Netflix called uh, The Saint of Second Chances. I highly recommend that one. Okay. Um, it's about the guy. I gotta now. I gotta look him up. Uh, God, Saint of Second Chance. So the director of uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the documentary Won't You Be My Neighbor. It's the Mister Rogers documentary. Um, I did not watch that one. No. Um, it's so freaking good. I saw it in the movie theater, like at a film festival, and just every they were literally handing out tissues to people walking out of the theater. Uh, it was so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I've heard it's good. But uh, Saint of Second Chances is a, di- it's a different flavor. Jeff Daniels narrates it. It's about Mike Veek. Uh, he's the son of uh, a Major League Baseball owner, Bill Veck, who was Veek or whatever, who was known as like Peg Leg Bill, and he had one leg, and he owned. This is he was like the last Major League Baseball owner to buy a team with his own money and not come from rich people money. You know, Got like he, he bought it himself, yep. and he was the only owner at the time. Uh, to inject showmanship into games and like do raffles and do like giveaways and kiss cams and stuff like he was the one that cha- he fundamentally changed the way we go to baseball games um and so his son this is a, this movie's about his son and trying to live up to that standard and he's just flopping all over the place like he's Got just it. like um and then it turns into like this the third act of the movie is just uh it's a about documentary? his family yeah um it's about his family and like uh, Charlie Day's in it though. He plays like the young, a younger version of the guy in reenactments or whatever. Okay, um, got it. But like the stuff with his family is just like really heart wrenching stuff. Um, it, it, so I just recommend sticking with it because at first you're like, okay, why do I care about this guy? But just stick with it. It's it's yeah. Good. No, I'm gonna watch this. I like this kind of stuff. Um, what was the last thing I wanted? Oh, I saw Blue Beetle. It was okay. You going to yeah. see the creator? Anybody going to see the creator? Yeah, I want to. It looks really good. Yeah, it's, it's good. my it's like my, my most anticipated movie of the year for sure. Yeah, I think it looks great. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. into that one. I yeah. love uh, early uh, early buzz is extremely positive. So that's awesome. Yeah. I haven't been yeah. paying attention because I'm off like Twitter and all the stuff. So the director um, of Rogue One caught my attention. Right, here's a sci-fi yeah, movie from and Godzilla. Like, like hmm? that guy knows what kind of shots he wants. Like he's he's got a real good eye. Um, yeah. I know it's this a cinematographer, but whatever, you know what I'm saying. Um, he, he knows how to storyboard and execute a shot with it and communicate it with his, uh, DP. So like, whatever. Um, but yeah, the movie looks so cool and inventive. Great cast too. I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad yeah. we talked about that instead of Blue Beetle. So thank you, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Beetle was totally okay. <laughs> oh, don't bring it back up, Kyle. We had escaped. <laughs> I would <laughs> say, I'll sorry, talk about it more. I, I, I recognize the monster in the room. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh, I would say, Hey, I'll talk about it more on current cinema, but I would probably just say the same amount of words. I would just yeah. be like, yeah, it was okay. And I would be just as uninterested. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's here or there, it doesn't matter. Don't care. <laughs> I got to give Cobra Kai kid props for being a good actor, because the show Cobra Kai does not demand that from any of them. No, actors. I would never call him a good actor just from Cobra yeah. Kai. So, but he's actually in, in <laughs> Blue like Beetle. Kind of it's like, oh, he can act. Like, oh wow, I didn't know that. Um, the Cobra so. Kai. As much as I, I love the Cobra Kai show. I do too. Because, yeah, but but all the acting in it, all of he it. He does pouty very, boy like, voice a little too much C, in that show. CW, CW show level very, of like very CW you know. soap opera like. Yeah. They're and leaning not, into not it. Great. They're leaning into it, though. Like, the, yeah, main, yeah. the main Russo daughter, she's really not great at those moments. Oh, she's awful. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, she is so Oh, she's so bad at acting. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> you're not going to get any gigs. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, all right, yeah, I do want to see the creator, too. All right, well, uh, this coming week, we got a whole bunch of um, things to catch up on because the week after that, the October hits and it's going to be nuts. And so, so stupid. It's next be so week on the show, we'll talk about Phantom Liberty and anything else we're playing. And then we'll preview October, which is going to be 
one of the busiest months in an already absolutely packed year. So I'm very excited, man. This is going to be a really yeah. fun time for game. It already I has been. I cannot excited. wait to get my signature 20 minutes into all these big games and come in with a fully educated opinion, fully Dude, formed. you're playing Sea of Stars other than Dan more than the rest of uh, us. Liza P, I mean, the Dodge works fine, Derek. <laughs> Uh, I, was, I, was 20 20 I was 20 minutes. minutes and I knew more about the Dodge. I forgot about that. The Dodge is like, fine for me. All due respect, buddy. I play these games. The Dodge is screwed up. <laughs> I remember that. That was pretty fun. I loved that. I mean, I didn't I fight the boss, expert, but though. 20 minutes. But 20 minutes makes me an expert. Uh, I agree with that. All right, guys. Well, thank you for being here. Thanks you all to all of you for watching, listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. We know.